is Pull Request, live from the heart of Brooklyn. Pull Request is an hour-long podcast about everything in and relating to technology. With four techno experts, Eric Newman, hi! Kyle Honeycutt, good evening. Tyler Dinner, hey there. And say that again, Tyler. Hey there. And Ricky Gilbert, howdy. This week's episode, Apple Attack. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another Pull Request. My name is Eric Newman, and it is already a horrible show. Yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> Turn it off. It. Let's go home. It's already over. I'm not sure if I would call it <laughs> Apple Attack. This isn't a security-focused episode. So, what does that have to do with anything? Well, we're not... I can't hear you. We're not talking about Apple Attacks. We're, we're just talking we're, we're about... We're attacking Apple. Okay. We're, haven't you, you don't listen to the show, Kyle. You're right. That's so you don't know about our recurring segment that we have every week called Apple Attack. I, I did well, not. Well, it's really more of like Eric has a panic attack over something Apple did. Oh, See, this oh, is the fair okay. and balanced. Apple uh, you know attack what? Show. I may not have heard. I'm sorry, I don't need to talk over you, Ricky. But I may not have heard the show. But I have heard Eric's rants. It's usually when he calls me, and I can just right, put no, the no, phone and, down and, and say, that was "Uh-huh." Actually, the impetus oh, yeah. for the whole podcast. So no, I'm serious because what I because I, I would go on these rants with my friends and then I would just really torture all of my friends with my rants on technology and I found a way to direct all of my whatever it is passion we can call it passion uh, into something constructive to which hopefully we can create well, it, something more beautiful than just annoying you or my other friends on the phone. Ricky and I used to work uh, together and one of the things that I always wished we had after some of the conversations with the motley crew of people that we interacted with was <laughs> I wish we had that on tape. Because sometimes you just, you know that things were said you'll never be able to recreate. And you you, you, you might have said something brilliant, and I bet you wish you just... Uh, well, we've got yeah. a lot more than tape here. We've got a, a few hard drives and, uh, <laughs> you know, some other stuff. Uh, including, well, including the hard drive I found in the gutter. That's right. You just found, <clears throat> So why don't we... So uh, I know you don't listen to the show, Kyle, but our wonderful uh, audience don't know who you are. Who are you? What do you do for... What do you? What do you? Who? Who I, are you? I do a little bit of everything. I'm not a programmer or a coder or. But you are developer, a real geek. But I am a real geek, especially I, when it comes to Apple stuff. Absolutely, I do a lot of hardware work. Uh, but I work in real estate. Yes. And uh, I'm the de facto IT guy because I'm the only one that knows the passwords to everything. And uh, but you also do a lot of. I mean, you do your own share of hardware stuff, whether it's like with actual. Like real things and not computers. Either either hobbies, like something with power or, tools. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. Yes, something yes. with power tools. And then you also have uh, you're turning your garage into a Macintosh museum. I think very slowly. Or? Uh, nice. Turning uh, turning a section of it, I'd like to turn into a uh, kind of a depository for my my Macintosh devices. I can't say gotcha. it would be a museum. Uh, well, that, I guess that would imply that they're all working and in good quality. Exactly. And stuff. At least something that I'd be able to say, you know what, I want to play with this today and have all the stuff organized and maybe displayed so that I can look at it and uh, yeah. grab it when I want it. So, A personal shrine. Yes, that's yes. right. And of course, we can't forget the drummer of the show, Tyler Dinner. Hi. What's up, guys? How's it going? It's good. I walked through the rain to get here. That's We did the same thing. 40 uh, miles through the snow uphill. For, 40 miles in the, in the snow? Yeah. And, oh. and the rain. In June. In June, uh huh, in the in a desert the size of New Jersey, I bet it was. The temperature was wonderful today. Though. I'm sure. Yeah. So, Kyle, you're up here from uh, Orlando, Florida, where we went to college. Uh, you and I and Ricky, the three of us, go way back to uh, University of Central Florida. Go Knights. 
Yay. Really nice. <laughs> I owe them, yeah, we go I owe back. that effing school $96,000. It used to be 70000 until I you refinanced didn't pay my them? loans. What? How did you get out of that without paying them? I had a low enough income to oh. have a $0 payment for the last 10 years, but now that how, I... How do you owe them $97,000? I had 100% Bright Futures, and I went to school in Florida, and that school was UCF. And somehow, I owe them one hundred. $96,000. Do you understand? Well, these are one of the grand ironies the, of my you're life. You're terrible with money. This wasn't my fault. <laughs> this wasn't my fault. I didn't have any money. I had to live off campus every year. I oh, had so a, it was loans. I, had a, I was loans. So, uh, and, uh, there so was you only, see... I had two jobs. There was only one year that I didn't work, and that was probably half what, of the What loans. I'm getting at is the only reason you got your degree is because UCF got paid. Someone paid them, but it wasn't you. It was the state of Florida. So you owe a, d- a bunch of other people money. UCF, they're square. Well, actually, since I refinanced, yes, they actually did get paid. Oh, no, they got paid. I'm sorry. I guess. Okay. They, I guess, they, they I guess. got paid, but your lender didn't get paid. Well, now my lender got paid, but I have another lender. So, the, anyway, so that lender... let's not talk it, about this. This is very depressing. There's also... There's one bit of the show... I, I think it's entertaining. Oh, this is not about technology, because there's one bit of the show, of course, that we forgot to introduce, Kyle, but because you don't listen, you don't really know. It's our wonderful studio audience. Yes, let's give ourselves a round of applause. Wonderful. Hey, guys. That's right. We missed you. We've been off for two weeks. We keep them in a Tupperware container during the week, and we take them out on Sundays just for us, and it's a nice, chilly sun- summer Sunday evening. It's fantastic outside. I can't believe it. It's just about to get uncomfortable. It's, I mean, it was uncomfortable yesterday. Felt yep. like Florida yesterday with Absolutely. the humidity. It was disgusting. But today is nice. Do you mean uncomfortable cold or uncomfortable warm? Warm. Hot. Uh, yeah. I could. I mean, I love it when it's twenty it's degrees cool. outside. Oh. It's nice and crisp, and all it, the bugs are dead, and it's silent, and it's beautiful. You, yeah, the sun you get, goes you gotta, down at three o'clock in the afternoon. It's you got to turn that thermostat down pretty low to be uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 And you're you're a warm person too. I mean, you 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 always run hot. Yes. Yes. I, and so I don't know why you still live in Florida. Should move further north. All my stuff's there. Oh. Well, okay. You including in, your including your wife and kids. It, it, that, <laughs> Except yes. for right now because they're here in, in New York enjoying a wonderful vacation. <laughs> well, not not so much when it's her having to schlep uh, three kids back on the subway. Well, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about the realities of it. But uh, so, uh, Ricky, I don't think yep. we gave a quick uh, purview as to who you are and what you do. Why don't you uh, give us a quick rundown? So, coming at you from Orlando, Florida today. So, where it's I'm a nice a, muggy, eighty-eight degrees. I'm sure. I still live here. I love it still. But uh, yeah, I do IT consulting for a lot of people that like to use Apple stuff. I'm an Apple certified trainer, and I, I get to teach Mac OS classes. And, and you're an Apple certified <laughs> fanboy. That's who, yeah. And so when you say you're a consultant, you mean you teach people to do stuff, you show up from Oracle, and then you sign some papers, and then you get a big contract, you actually write code for different people. It means so many things. Uh, Mainly just support, break, fix. Hey, do you want to set this up? Hey, do you want to buy a bunch of this stuff? Uh, And then uh, we'll put it in place and get it going. So you're not sweating over GitHub things all day long? Oh, no. No, I am not born the code. No. No. And uh, the person, of course... Who isn't here, shall we say, unfortunately, Tyler, is uh, Christian. I mean, oh, it's so so sad. I'm sorry. Christian's working hard. He's working hard in his talk, uh, but he- let's not promote his talk since he won't promote our show on his talk, right? Or should we be nice? You're, oh, I'm sorry. I wrote up this contract that you're I crossed crossing the streams, man. Oh, okay. No, we want to support him because he's our friend. He's our pal. And we, of course we, they're going to support his talk. Yeah. And uh, he's giving it. There's a, a geeky conference called Velocity Conference out in San Diego. Yes. San Jose. San, San Jose. The Silicon San Jose. Valley. He will be sharing knowledge. Go find Christian Grabowski's uh, stuff. About uh, performance optimization in enterprise-level networking. You think we get into geeky stuff 
that is whew. That is, you know, whenever normal, normal people are like, yeah, that sounds like Greek. It's like, this actually sounds like Greek to geeks. I have no idea what the hell he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, uh, but the thing is, is that uh, you and Christian and our other friend Kyle uh, took me out to a wonderful, wonderful birthday celebration last week. That's why we didn't do a show. I kind of said that uh, just in case two weeks ago. I was like, we'll see you next week unless... And the unless happened, which unless. is we uh, had a birthday excursion. We went to, of course, a uh, adult steakhouse. And uh, Christian stayed at the adult steakhouse until 5 o'clock in the morning. Sent us a picture of the sunlight coming up right outside of it. Must have been a really great steak. I mean, they probably took him for many steaks. Um, I love steak. Yeah. So do I. Yes. Especially when the steak isn't wearing any clothes. But, so the thing <laughs> no, is... is see, that, see, Eric, I was just completely thinking about steak. <laughs> really? You're joking. Melted butter. Right at the top, you get a little bit of a crust. What the... <laughs> you, you, you put butter on steak. Oh, oh do, you, you, you got to put the butter on the steak, and then you sear it. Okay. And that gives a little bit of a crust. It seals in the juices. The flavor stays... I don't know. I, do last year for my thirtieth birthday, we went to a fantastic steakhouse. I had one of the best fillets. I think Not I've an ever adult had. steakhouse. It was no. Oh. We went to a normal steakhouse, and then we went to an adult steakhouse. Oh. <laughs> we did, and uh, <laughs> that was one of the best fillets I ever had. Smith and, and Walensky. Smith and Walensky, and they and Tyler and our other friends kept forcing gin and tonics down my throat before they took me to the adult steakhouse. But that's another story, because I am not a year yeah, older. Eric had almost two gin and tonics that night. No, I had three. <laughs> Quiet. Wow. I know. I know. You um, better cool it, Tiger. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, was, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty fun. He um, was the Hebrew hammered. Yeah. So, nice. we did, so we did that, and then uh, what happened? Something happened on Memorial Day. We didn't do a show. I'm really sorry. We need to get back on this horse, Tyler. We're back on it now. We're riding it. We're going we're gonna to have an excuse next week. Yeah! Aren't we? Why? No? Why? What do we got? Nothing. I think, I think we'll have an, our next excuse in July when I go to Florida. And but then, uh, yeah. that's, a, that's far away. next week is Eid. Eid? Eid. Uh, I, we're not what is that? Muslim. It's the, it's the end of uh, Ramadan. Do you, do you celebrate? You don't look like the type of person that fasts during so the day. That means the restaurants are more crowded during the day? Yeah, well, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the halal restaurants are, yeah. Um, would it? The, the, never mind. Um, why don't we, why don't, you know, it's been, I didn't put up the timer yet. I don't know how long we've been recording. I'm sorry. Uh, For those of you to get, a little, to get a little peek behind the curtain. They don't need a peek behind the curtain. Eric's got it's a, like a It's like a curtain in front of a bathroom stall. That's what this podcast it, studio is like. Eric's set We do have a glory here. hole in this stall. <laughs> Tyler pees in my closet when he really has when we do the two hour shows. So that's I mean we gotta it's a tax write off, but still it, it it's also, another two weeks. God forbid you take a break to relieve it's yourself. A, it's a lie. We can't stop the recording. We're it's not a, doing takes here. This is the whole show. And right that now. right is built right into my writer. Yeah. I, I offered him the option to pee into a bottle. <laughs> But he didn't want that. Pavarotti has in his rider that he can no, he can be no further than fifty meters from a bathroom, a very bathroom you at all have times. Contracts for the show. I have waivers. 
<laughs> I told you I'm trying to be the next Michael Bloomberg I want to create a media empire and this is it and I wish that my beautiful friends like you that I've known for over 10 years would support me in that I, I rather wanna, than trying to tear next... me down and make me have more anxiety attacks in the middle of the night about who I am and what my life's mission is about don't you I, want I, me I, to succeed Kyle? You, I want to be the next Michael Bloomberg I want to load my friends down with paperwork before I talk to them in my office what do you think Bloomberg does? <laughs> that's exactly he what he does. That's that's in that but you've got to do. You've got, you've the got only to do, difference is I'm not going to ban sodas because I like soda. You've got to step so up you, from that a little bit. Well, did you oh, sign anything? Oh my goodness! No, I'm starting to have flashbacks of the computer store days. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. Where it's, what, who is that? Uh, Chris Lee. Remember him? Oh, he, man. He he's, passed away a couple years ago. I was actually oh, about yeah. to arrogantly ask if he's still alive, and then that would have been really insensitive. No, I when I bought my MacBook. I saw He's him. He's really dead. Well, yeah. it, it, I bought my uh, I bought a Bretna MacBook. I think it was 2012, and I saw Chris for the for, for the first time in years. And he had said that he had some sort of a problem or some sort of an issue that he was working through. And I wished him well, but um, it, I I hate to say it doesn't surprise me. But uh, I, you know, he was a good guy. He was a great guy. Yeah, <clears throat> he was just really he was a, he was a hard ass uh, fat Asian geek. Ran the, did he run the computer store? He no, was, I, he, he I am not sure. It. I'm not sure what he did. Oh, I just know. That, I knew that he was there near the end of my tenure at UCF. I know he was there every day. He would always yell at me to get out. I get don't out of the know store. what his job was. He'd always tell me to go to class. Like, don't you have class or something? No, I'm fine. I'm just hanging out. Yeah, he <laughs> he was one of the many people in that store that was kind of annoyed by Eric. Yeah. But I loved him. We had a great report. I'm really sorry. I'm. Re- it is really sad to hear that he's gone. Um, yeah. How long did uh, Ricky? How long? And this is a very inside. Actually, just say it. We got to keep. Uh, it. How long uh, did you uh, work uh, at the computer store after I left? Because I, I think I left in '09. Um. Not. Not too long after that. I was like '06 to '09, and then I popped in for a little bit in 2010. I think. For oh, okay. Just some part time and yeah, yeah. yeah if um, if so, anyone, oh sorry, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say I think uh, Parker and Heidi are, are still rocking it, and uh, Alice retired a few years ago. Oh wow! If if anyone out there is interested in technology, the best place on campus. It's not in the engineering department. It's not in the the physics buildings, physics math and building, science. Or, it's get a job at the computer store because you come across people from all walks of life at that school they all need to go there to get what they need for school uh, and you also have poor geeks like me who couldn't afford anything in the computer store but love technology it, it, who would just go in and complain and talk to the people who work there no better way to just absorb information through osmosis yeah uh, because I ended really, up learning a lot arguing with you back in the day absolutely um, yeah. I, I never learned anything I wasn't expecting a mutual reciprocation here <laughs> So I only imagine what your wedding day was like, Kyle. When <laughs> you were there, oh, that's right. <laughs> he weaseled way into my bachelor party and wedding. <laughs> Just like yeah, I, I, I'm a I'm a mall rat. I'm a mall rat, and that's what I did with your life. Yeah, okay. actually, actually, that 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 made us good friends. Yeah, I remember when you had to invite me out of. Uh, out of it wasn't spite it was uh, out of like empathy because you were talking to Bruce you were talking to two other people I, 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 mean, felt, this is I felt right. guilty I was talking to a friend of mine and he said oh is Eric coming to the bachelor party no but you guys party? were really getting in depth about what was going to happen and then, and then you were talking about it like I was going to come 
and I hadn't been invited. Well, it's and then simply were, and because then, I forgot you were in the room. But it happens. <laughs> That's why I'm loud. I have to be. Uh, he usually makes it known. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah, but at this point he couldn't get a word in edgewise. Yeah. I guess he didn't have his kazoo with him. That's true. This was before the kazoo days. This was during. This was in the fedora days. Though. He must have been chewing taffy because uh, he didn't speak up for me long enough to discuss some. Actually, of the... we were chewing that nicotine gum back in the day. Oh, that was that was ten years ago. Gotcha. Eight years ago. Wow. Yeah, we used to. This was like in 2010. No, this was 2000. Whatever. Anyway. All right. Well, this has been 20 minutes of nonsense. You want to just start the show over again and get into this Yeah, stuff? Eric, what are we talking about today? Well, uh, you have the outline in front of you. And right off the top, oh. the FBI on Monday went public with a warning urging people to reboot their routers. Why? I didn't hear about it. Yeah. The FBI said malware capable of shutting down web traffic and collecting private information came through internet routers. But it may only take a minute to make sure a router is safe by unplugging it and waiting at least 30 seconds before plugging it back in. This is going to sound insensitive, but I got an Amber Alert for someone from three states over, but I can't get, like... Which a notification states? on my phone, like I need to reset my router or all my data. Could no, the be question is, what like, software, what rootkit did the FBI leave on your router that they huh. need you to erase when you reboot it? <laughs> yeah. Why would the FBI come out of nowhere, nowhere, and say, "Can you just turn it, erase the contents of RAM?" Well, and I please? think they, they should have been clearer on which router to unplug. They were. <laughs> they were. There, there's a list out there of about 14 routers. Oh, okay. And so they are being specific. Yeah. This article is written Linksys, very vague. Nick, a couple Q naps. Yeah. If they have all that power, why don't they just leave something in the router that just sends a push notification to my web whenever something like that happens and tells me to reset it? Well, and I think the thing that we should be aware of is that a lot of people have an actual a router, their cable modem, their DSL modem. Is that's the router? That's the router. Yeah, just unplug it for thirty seconds and plug it back in. The uh, but if someone's if someone's compromised, it, it's it's going to remain compromised. No, not if it erases the contents of RAM. No, this was this was um, it had to do with a, a DNS caching. Basically, the FBI took over a domain that a rootkit oh. was reporting back to. So oh, repowering or power so cycling kind of the router right. would flush yeah. the cache. Okay, now I, was, I get yeah, it. I was kind of right. What BS did they leave on your router that they need to erase? The uh, malware program was called VPN Filter and was traced to the Sophacy Group, also known as APT Twenty Eight. Whatever. Um, oh, it's Christian Soup. Oh, there you go. No, those are just gang names for people online. Um, let's see. Here's something. Now that we're halfway through From 20... Like the Donald? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, now that we're uh, halfway through 2018, why don't we take a quick look at the top 10 passwords of 2017. This list just came out. And if you are using any of these passwords, I assume uh, I might be using one of these, uh, change it immediately. They are Superman. That's number one. I should have done this list in reverse. If that's just your password, you're stupid. Pokemon? Stupid. Slipknot. No one's going to guess you're Slipknot. Stupid. You said 2017? Stupid and you have I bad never would have guessed Slipknot. Slipknot. Exactly. Um, let's see. Uh, Star Wars, Metallica, Nirvana, Blink-182. See, that uses letters and numbers. Spider-Man, <laughs> Green Day, and Rockstar. Our favorite genre of passwords is I'm so mad about creating passwords, uh, you bet your ass I'm going to choose a swear. And they created the top ten swearing passwords which we're not going to say here number one beep yeah. number two <laughs> beep <Yeah. laughs> there are uh, top keyboard walking passwords like 1Q2W3E4R which you can see in this interesting graphic ah 
they go diagonal. You go, they yeah, go it's horizontal like through, the, through the first two so, of the keyboard. Does That's it make the same combination th- th- I have on my luggage? Yeah. <laughs> does it make me nerdy that I visualized that before you even showed me the? Maybe. But I'm yeah, glad that I'm glad that you got it. it. I'm glad that you got it. I was it. like keyboard walking. Ooh, let's take the baseline for a walk. Jazz songs. All right. And now I'm thinking of Anchorman. Let's take the bass for a walk. Here's a, the, our next article. Is something we're going to have to ask next week once we get uh, Christian back. The, um, his competitor, Cloudflare, migrated a DNS resolver that they have 1.1.1.1. Do you know anything about this, Ricky? Uh, no, no, because I usually use OpenDNS or Google DNS typically. Okay, uh, Cloudflare provides uh, protection against DDoS attacks to large. Oh, I know their CDN. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're a CDN and then some. Akamai is a CDN, but they don't do the stuff that Cloudflare does. So, right. Um, all right, we'll save that for next week. Um, Oracle plans to jump ri- uh, to dump risky Java serialization. There's a way that you can get more information than you should out from Java objects if you cast them to a string by way of serializing them and. Oracle is finding a way to take that out. Apparently, it's been in Java since 1997, almost as long as Java's been around. Sweet. Glad they took care of that within 20 years. Well, this is another thing that I'm sure Christian oh, would have uh, something to talk about or just well, brush off. actually, you can do this in Java, but then in Java 3, you can do this, and in Java 17 and a half, you can do this. <laughs> I would bet that he would say this is... In Java Reloaded, you can do this. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, those two are really, really for him. Um, back to our... Here's a here's our recurring free speech segment. Uh, it's not really a segment. University bans words spelled with man in exchange for gender-neutral gender phrases. Instead of person. Like, instead, no, like uh, layman, can't say that. Layperson. Or mankind, or man on the street, or man hours, or man made, or manpower. So it's not just like, or right hand manned. Now it's, I don't know. Right it's hand not person. the man that's pushing me down, it's the person. Yeah, obviously, steward is stewardess. Me down. <laughs> Tax man, don't listen to that Beatles song. Um, There's so many songs. Oh, I like this one Woman Doctor. Hey, Mr. Hey, she's one person. of those uh, those women doctors. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, or to say that someone is woman-like. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That so. person is estrogen centric. <laughs> no, because women can have penises in 2018. No. Can so you still use feminine, even though it sounds like man is in the? Word? I'm sure all words with women are fine, except for the word woman. Woman that has the word man in it. Yeah, woo person. Feminine also has men in it. So does <laughs> Wu Tang. You know, so other people I've seen also spell words like document with an X instead of because that has men in it. That has nothing to do with men, but yet maybe it does. Doc person and doc person. I yeah. would be I would be curious to see the size of the student body at this school because policing that uh, over more than two dozen people would be way more than uh, any small school's budget could handle. They, gonna, they have about 12,000 people. Are we gonna this have is to make a, a Cardiff Metropolitan University in that England. That is amazing. Yeah. This is going to make the prison system complicated. Yeah, well, I mean, they also, you know, this is a university in England where they don't have the First Amendment. I don't think they're arresting people for they're, this. No, they're just arresting no, people know, that post Islamophobic I, oh, stuff on that, Facebook. But, like, with so much, like, gender gray area, like... Prisons are, you know, classically set up men, women. No, but those people. Oh, I see what you're saying. Are let's get away to make from a, this topic. But they're, but they're set. But they're set by laws. Sorry. Let's, let's move. That's on. clearly off topic. This is not. Uh, <laughs> we're already way off topic. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we? Why don't we stay off topic and take a nice right turn into some local news with our Fun. New York minute. 
where we take a look at your five boroughs. First up, someone stole an 18-ton excavator on Long Island. Police are looking for whoever did this. I don't even know how you steal heavy construction equipment without getting noticed. This Caterpillar 315CL excavator was taken from 111 Maestro Road, Maestro Road, on Long Island sometime between, sometime, they don't even know when, between April 20th and May 5th, Riverhead Police said. Authorities with the, say the big yellow machine with its clawed basket used to dig out dirt is worth $100,000 with a $5,000 reward. You know how he got away. On the caterpillar? Yeah, he it turned took, into a butterfly. He took off that orange vest and no one could see him. Ah. And uh, we'll keep you updated on this story as we dig up more details. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> I think funny. that deserved that, the fake laugh. That's funny. Yeah. That's a real laugh. We have a studio audience in here. Um, yeah, they're, all, they're hooked up to the same mic as the sound effects, unfortunately. No, but you know what's happening? Someone's making themselves a pool for the summer. There you go. <laughs> They're never gonna. Does anybody in New Jersey have a new pool recently? <laughs> Any unlicensed pools being constructed in your neighborhood? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, moving on, there was a 30-year-old who, would, who whose parents tried to evict from their house because he was too old, and they said that's enough. So he's. I think he sued them. And uh, believe it or not, this was also on Long Island. Michael Rotondo. Uh, he finally left this past Friday. He finally moved out of his parents' house with help, I'm not kidding, from Alex Jones. Rotondo honked and waved to reporters as he pulled out of his driveway of his parents' split-level uh, split ranch in Camillus, New York, two and a half hours before the noon deadline sent by, set by a judge last week. Uh, I don't know where Alex Jones comes in. Uh, yeah. That, so. well, he, he interviewed him, and, and they... Oh, he had financial help from the right-wing radio host, so he got he got a, a donation to have a place to live, I guess. It's a really weird story. So Alex Jones helped find someone a place to live. So he's buying fans. I guess. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, here's something. New York Gay Sex Club defends reduced entry price for tops. Kyle, why don't you uh, tell us what you think about this one? Christian's not sitting there. I would usually go to him in this instance. Is that a joke headlet? Reduced entry price for tops? This is from GayStarNews.com. Okay, so it was a creative headline. Uh, this is not... Because no, that is wording real. is too perfect. No, this I is, think that's what they real. mean. The that's organizer of the private gay Kyle, sex... Kyle, you not read it? <laughs> Kyle hasn't read anything. I, I, I just now found out he had a show prep sheet. Yeah, that's the, that's the story. Uh, the organizer of a private gay sex club in New York has explained its policy of charging different admission prices for men who identify as tops or bottoms. You can submit your references at the door. <laughs> Anonymous is a gay sex party for guys in Brooklyn. It's due to return for a second outing on the 2nd of June. It's charging $65, entry, 65, $65 entry for bottoms and only 25 for tops. Wow. So I... So there you have it. It's more popular to be bottom. It, yes. it has nothing to do with the regular club scene. It's it's a particular fetish spin. It's a it's a private thing that they've got set up. <laughs> yes, like, I just I just I, I I'm tiptoeing around it because I don't know how much I can say about what I read in that article. What we all it's this we all read the same article. What can well, you? Well, you guys read the article. I did okay. not. Read well, we the I article. just basically read it to you. 
Okay. So, so basically, will the you guy have, is hosting will you, would you have sex to parties. pay sixty five dollars or twenty five? This isn't an article. This is an advertisement. Oh, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. There's one last thing, by the way, in our local news. Uh, there's this game called MTA Country where you could pretend like you're riding on a subway train. Oh, it's like it Donkey looks Kong. like Donkey Kong Country. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's they're making fun of the railroad. The, that doesn't uh, work. Level. Like, you know, the, the subway? The minecart level. Oh, that's right! Yeah. That's what this looks like. Do you remember jumping on that thing? I do, I do. I never thought about Donkey Kong Country because I'm an idiot. How did you not recognize the country is the same font? I didn't think about that. You love fonts. Okay. Uh, next. Next. Well, after uh, our, our local news, we always do our GitHub Issues of the Week. But Christian's not here. So we don't have any. Uh, do you have any GitHub issues, Tyler? Uh, no. I thought I had a GitHub issue. I, I didn't send you an issue, but I sent you something interesting happening. Oh, yeah, oh, there's right. an issue with GitHub. There's an issue with GitHub. <laughs> Microsoft's buying it. Why don't we go to Ricky for our first GitHub issue of the week? First GitHub issue of the week comes to us across the eastern seaboard from Ricky Gilbert. A lot What's of going people on? are upset. Microsoft appears to be buying GitHub, and that's the issue. That is a big issue. Well, I mean, except for the fact that Microsoft, has, they've really righted the ship. They've done good things the last two years. It's very confusing. It is very confusing. I don't know how to feel, because I, I have my, my... Apple is really stealing my Microsoft hatred from Microsoft. Microsoft is actually doing pretty well. What do you think, Ricky? Uh, I've been digging Microsoft Office and the Xbox lately. Like, the new CEO has really got uh, Microsoft uh, Office runs on the Xbox? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Like, he actually likes games and office stuff. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, Microsoft has reportedly acquired GitHub and could announce the deal as early as tomorrow. All right, guys. Everyone move to Bitbucket. <laughs> you know, well, honestly, Bitbucket seems more, much more like a Microsoft product because it's big and bloated and doesn't work properly, and the views load with empty data before the data comes in, so it looks like you're not looking at anything. Hey, guys, oh, let's think annoying. about what the positive aspects of this. Their user base will be a lot less after people flee. No. No, Microsoft is going to make it so much easier to use when they put Clippy on GitHub. Oh. Oh. I yeah. see you forgot your semicolon. Would you like some help? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, Mike. I mean, think about it. They all, they they're doing. Um, they have PowerShell. They have VS Code. They have their own JavaScript engine for their whatever browser Edge. Um, they brought Ubuntu to Windows. Oh, you 10. mean the browser I use to download Chrome? Yes, <laughs> um, that's what it's for. That is what it's for. Um, they they brought Ubuntu to Win- Windows Ten, and uh, so they're like they're trying to build their whole vertically integrated Linux or open source development pipeline, and I think acquiring GitHub would really be the top level for that, because now you can have a place to store all of your code that you're creating on all of these Microsoft programs, except that it makes me want to vomit. It's, it's, almost, like, it's almost like they're putting on a fake mask, and like they're tricking us all, and they're just getting us all, all the developers in the back of their van, and they're just going to destroy us later. Yeah, I... I uh, They're like, ah, oh, we have candy. We have all these nice things. You want this? We're going to be free. Open source. Yes, come on. We have it. And then we all die. And then they'll change the license agreement after they acquire GitHub. And then we bang, bang, and we're just working in a mine. They're, they'll say, anything that you submit to GitHub, we could actually use in future versions of Windows if you let us. I mean, sorry, if you let us. That's the whole thing. I blew that one. Okay. If you don't opt out, we you own don't opt it by out, default. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, but you've got to read the EULA first. It yeah, looks like you're writing some malicious scripts. Hundred, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, maybe GitHub will be down because it updates all the time. Just like Windows. Uh, Automatic update. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Uh, well, I guess since we don't have any GitHub issues other than that one, we'll, we'll have to call them Microsoft issues next week. I'm sure Christian will be <laughs> happy Microsoft with that. Microsoft issues of the week. Um, why don't we, uh, why we, don't we turn to our plus ones? Yeah. Are you going to announce them? Our pull request plus ones are where we send out well wishes and acknowledgments of awesomeness to people and other organizations. Who's our first plus one this week, Tyler? Number one goes to Tesla. Tesla. Tesla open source some Linux software code for its self-driving cars. Did they write it in VS Code and post it on Microsoft GitHub? Uh, I hope not. You know, I'm if the Tesla cars VS crash, code. maybe that's why. It's I can't on Microsoft try VS Code. Oh, it hurts. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, wait. Here's the biggest complaint about VS Code. Is wait. That it this was is a plus one. Positive. Why does Tesla get your plus one? Because they open source self-driving car stuff. Like what? I don't know. I read the article. It's good. <laughs> it's easier to find self-driving car stuff on the Microsoft site now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. You got another plus one? Yeah. Um, the next one is uh, 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 Open Dune is an open source recreation of the game Dune 2. Dune. Yeah. Super sweet. Cool game. Just a lot of like fun hacking. Get people hacking on it. And... Uh, oh, wait. I had another one. I had How a third old one. is Dune? It's like from the late late early 90s? Early, early nineties. Dune two came out. I don't know. It's old. It's old. Uh, uh ninety two. Wow. Okay. Your next plus one goes to. Uh, next plus one is a minus one. You're okay. It's a minus one for <laughs> VS a- Code. <laughs> oh, I want to. Vi- Visual Studio and GitHub don't work well together. <laughs> uh, CSS is so overpowered it can de-anonymize Facebook users. Uh, oh, well, that's uh, that's an article we'll talk about later. Yeah. So but CSS being too crazy. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's too crazy, but it, it does allow you to uh, it does allow you to do many more things than it should. Yeah, I will plus one CSS for the grids though, that they've introduced. That's a uh, cool concept. grid is pretty good. Yeah. So touche, they're doing that. I, uh, the flexbox scares the crap out of me. I, I can make it work, but it doesn't work how it should, like most of CSS. So, it, have you? Well, haven't you tried uh, flexbox froggy? No. Yeah, come on. We talked about that years or a year ago on the show. Oh no, I just tried setting up my own stuff, and then no, I had to like add flexbox magic to froggy. it that wasn't right. Yeah, that's no. Dude, type in flexbox froggy, and it'll be a quick, a cute little game on how to get flexbox to work. Flexbox. Is the modern layout engine or modern way of laying out things? I mean, I made it work, but I had to do stuff that was so wonky. It's like this. Bleh, blah, blah, blah. I don't trust it, but that's most of CSS anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else? Don't try to be pragmatic with CSS. You'll lose your mind. And that's been our plus ones. Okay. I like that song. Thanks. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. Do you want a segment on the on the show, Kyle? I'm give you a segment. Like my own segment? I'm give you your own segment with your own theme music. What do you want? What do you want to talk about? You're gonna create new theme music for me right for now. That's right. You don't, uh, you don't. You don't have anything that. I kind of want to hear the theme music before I decide to commit to a well, segment. Well, tell me the type of segment that you want to do. You want to do like a hard-hitting, hard-hitting segment? Do you want to do like a soft kind of like casual talk about stuff, or can I break your balls for ninety seconds? No. Every week, because I will be on your Is show about every week to break your balls for ninety seconds. Kyle breaks Eric's matzo balls. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Cousin Kyle, shalom. 
<laughs> You're like cousin Kyle. Oh my asthma. Maybe I'll have a wrap up segment. <laughs> oh, okay. Catholic guilt between two Jews. There go. you go. I mean, we can. Oh give no, you... that's just regular Jewish guilt. Regular Jewish oh. guilt. The Catholics actually, that you know, that was the original cultural appropriation is when the Catholics appropriated guilt from the Jews. There's a there's a Robin Williams joke about that about like the moment that Catholic guilt was, was but he stole that point. joke from a Jew most likely I believe it yeah Robin Williams was pretty well known for doing that but he always paid the comedians that he stole from uh, even uh, though it doesn't really count it got to a point uh, in some of the Robin Williams lore that I've heard it got to a point that comedians would go up to him and say hey man you stole my bit and he was so blitzed out of his mind supposedly back in the day that he'd just say oh I'm so sorry and write the guy a check yeah well, if he's like, that, successful, like that that sounds like consolation like, well no the problem is is that when you come up with something like that you, want, you, use, you use it in your act and then someone who's much better known steals it from you it takes your ability to climb up the ladder away because yeah, oh yeah, I got a grand for this show. That's great, but it's not going to help your career writing. Oh no, the, the problem that. was was when people realized that he wouldn't remember stealing a joke, so and they just keep ma- doing it. They just made up that yeah, he stole yeah. a joke. Oh, that's hard. They would pick one of his jokes from his act and say, "You stole that from me," and he'd he'd write him a check. Really? Yeah. He was in a really bad way then. He was. He was. That's not. Well, when you've been around and, and forever and you don't have YouTube. Is this the segment that you wanted yeah, to do? Too. Some kind of sad music? Just like, oh. you know. It's not that sad. If he's making enough money to do it and buy all those drugs at the same time, and he's so prolific that he actually can't remember what he actually wrote down and didn't, then that's, that's his own deal. If he wanted it's, to be more organized and keep down a okay, notebook, fine. he could have. No. Um, okay. He partied hard. Yeah, he did. And I hear he never washed. <laughs> uh, explains the hair. No. He never washed. No, it explains the stink. Well, you oh you you could smell him in the off that's, screen. That, that's what people said. Well, as, as if I know people as if, that yeah. knew him. As if yeah you yeah you went out to lunch with his agent last week, right? Exactly. Um, okay. Well, uh, after Tyler's plus ones, it's always time for my Apple attack. But because that's the whole episode, we don't. So. <laughs> I always wanted to do this, um, except under a much more streamlined show that wasn't recorded at 10 to midnight. Oh, my God. Yes, but I did eat an entire duck. You ate an entire duck, minus the head. Quack. And I'm still upset I didn't get the head. Yeah. I told you you could ask for one, but... Duck is the filet mignon of birds. Yes. Yeah. It is. Okay, I can get behind that. Uh, let's see. It's a rather short show. Uh, rather short show tonight, uh, especially, especially since we're starting off late, and we have different people on. You, stuff. the users, have no idea, but yeah. we started around eleven. Yeah, it's been a it's East been a Coast mess. Time. We were supposed to start around eight, but it's fine. But the duck uh, was very. They elusive. had to find. <laughs> the, they had to catch the duck at the pond. Du- at Prospect Park. always. Duck always takes priority. A podcast that no one listens and, to, and he had backup because ducks fly together. People listen to it. You're listening to it right now. See, I, I, this is the first time I've listened to it. I know you're such a good friend. Are you um, just sitting in a V formation? We are. Wow, you know what we are. <laughs> that, that was a duck reference. Oh, Quan. Emilio Estevez. Come oh. on. Okay. Right. Like the There's three of them. Okay. The Iceland team. Oh, so good. Right. God. Okay. Well, this is a learn. That's my TIL for today. Uh, 
This is a horrible show. Why don't we talk about? <laughs> why don't we move on to our uh, crypto currency connection? It looks like traders on Wall Street that did really well with cryptocurrency are starting to quit the banks that allowed them to procure their knowledge to trade really well in cryptocurrency. Yeah. Washing their hands clean of that not actually dirty money. <laughs> Check this out. This is someone who used to work for uh, BlackBlock, which is just some investment house. Uh, I'm in a position where it doesn't make sense to work here anymore. The one-day volatility of my cryptocurrency portfolio is higher than my salary. So if I get a few investments right now, then I'll have made the same as my yearly wage and everything else on top is a bonus in one day. Why have a job? Why? How do I get into that? <laughs> you have to be a. You have to go to those one of those finance schools and get a job in Wall Street. How's he going to get to work? How's he going to get dental care? He could pay for dental care with Bitcoin. <laughs> where do, Where do I get the docker the docker pants and the brightly colored polos? At to work uh, for that? there's where, the the Westfield where, Mall. Where do I get the quaaludes to do the job? Oh, there you go. I think they're. I think they're, <laughs> in 1974. Yeah, they're they're just on to coke now. Um, excuse me. I was I was actually offered a real quaalude that still like existed, but it was only one. And Did then it? from seeing Wolf of Wall Street, like it really kicks in around three or four of them. So like it's like ah, I guess it's not really going to feel it. So it's not you, you, were, you were offered a rare vintage drug and you didn't take it. You there was no atmosphere. Like no one was partying. There wasn't. It was just I was chilling with my brother, like drinking a beer. I was like, you take the quaalude, it turns into a party. <laughs> not maybe not one. Maybe you needed three. One would just be like sitting in a room by yourself. Yeah, I didn't want to waste it. You know, I didn't. Like if I don't know what or it feels worse, like, or sitting in a room with Eric. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was a, that, that was, was hilarious. Kyle. You should have hit so, the laugh button. There's no, we have a studio audience, and they didn't find that funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Eric paid off the studios. <laughs> look, you asked if I put everybody under contract. What do you think are in my contracts? Uh, yeah. So uh, a bunch of people are quitting Wall Street because they're doing really well in cryptocurrency and uh, I think the Wall Street banks are crying a little bit since they chose not to get into cryptocurrency and the bubble is about to burst. So who knows what's going to happen with these people. Eric's been talking about that bubble bursting for... I so want long. it to burst because my portfolio keeps going down. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, what happened to that Jewish stereotype of making money with Judaism? It does not apply to you. Apparently not. The, no. gene, the, the guy skipped. with the full ride scholarship that every, now owes a hundred thousand dollars. Everybody, all of my, every single stock that I have is lost money. Everyone. Nobody in the twelve tribes accepts crypto. <laughs> <laughs> when I can pay for my uh, my my high holiday tickets when cryptocurrency, then I don't know something. All right, that's that's all I've got. Um, how are you? Do you invest in Bitcoin, Ricky? Not at all. New. No. Any sort of cryptocurrency now? No, I'm just... No, I've, I've had no interest in it. I mean, I've, we've watched it all since, like, what, 2009 and everything, but I just... Yeah, mm, no. I, I I tend to avoid it. I know. the big, I missed the Bitcoin boat so badly. They sailed up to my dock, and they say, hey, they said, hey, Eric, you want to climb on board? And I said, no, I'll be okay on my own just here. And then they sailed away, and now Bitcoin is... They offered well, a free 10, beer and everything. I know. What's worse is they've been by my dock... A dozen times. When it got to $5, they said, hey, you should buy some. Jump on the boat. And I was like, no, man. That's going to crash. It won't be worth anything in two weeks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now they're like, like Paul Allen's yacht. 
And uh, we're just sitting here in a little canoe. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm not jumping on that boat. It's going to be worth nothing in two weeks. <laughs> Paul Allen's a Microsoft yeah. guy, right? Yeah, he has the biggest he, yacht in the world. And he actually plays music really, really good. And he has a recording studio on the yacht. Yeah, he like jams the Stevie Wonder and people, and like he's actually really legit. <laughs> Imagine say, that. like, man, that guy can really play. Musician's a musician, I guess. Well, when you can spend all day watching dividends while you practice scales on your guitar I'm well, on your, no John, on your you billion to, dollar boat I'm sure that's not too bad you could chopper in Joe Satriani to give you private guitar lessons three times a week and it wouldn't be a sweat oh, on yeah, your bank that's, account you know what Tyler that's probably <laughs> how he became such a good musician is he just choppered in all of the best people I need to learn how to play drums let me and, chopper and in Bernie Purdy and he him over and like playing his yacht and then he like just goes backstage and gets some chops you know learn some lessons from I them. found John Bonham's mother's cousin's niece who plays drums and she will teach me. Well, he, he, he saved a little bit of money on one of those trips. He didn't chop her in Stevie Wonder. He sat him in a vibrating chair. Oh, shut up. That's a, <laughs> That's a bad joke. That's a bad joke. That's a bad joke. Supposedly, I, as a very supposedly he's the one that actually got Steve Jobs interested in building that boat he was working on Paul uh, Allen? before he passed away. Paul Allen, yeah. Yeah. Supposedly. Well, now that now Steve Jobs' wife has a boat for herself and his daughter... Uh, Lisa? No. no they, they uh, how old is Lisa kids. now? They, She's like uh, 40. Right? Uh, yeah, uh, Lisa like Brennan Jobs is in her uh, late 30s. Early forties, late thirties, really? She's yeah. not the. She's really. She's not a. Remember the. Remember when the Lisa came out? Nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah, so she's got to be forty-two, forty-one. Jeez, oh, I am old. Yeah, you are old. Sorry, Kyle. I always think it's 2010. Yeah, remember when the Lisa came out? You know, 41 years ago. Okay. Um, why don't we? Uh, uh, do you know anybody? You know, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't prepare this properly. I started a new. Se- I started a new segment on the show called uh, "Person of Consequence," and I didn't pull up anybody. I wanted to talk about somebody from the Macintosh team because wasn't it like Andy Hertzfeld's 40th year at Apple? Something like that. I- he made a Facebook post about it. It may have been 40 years since he started, but I believe he's, he's been not re- there. Anymore. He's been retired for a while. Yeah, but uh, he went on to do. He worked at Google after, right? What? He Andy Herzfeld? Oh wait, no, he stayed at Apple the whole time. I'm sorry. You're talking, was, you think you're thinking? Are you thinking of Eric Schmidt? I'm thinking of someone from General Magic. Oh, yeah. I don't know. General Magic uh, was was a team of like some of the best people from Apple. Who basically there's a documentary coming out. I got to I was fortunate enough to see the premiere of the documentary with a bunch of the people from the actual company uh, at uh, Tribeca Film Festival at the premiere, and uh, they basically did like what the iPod was going to do or what the what the iPhone was going to do in like '93, and then it it is what the Apple Newton ripped off, and like the CEO like kind of had this weird thing where he took a lot of the technology from what they were working on at. Magic, uh, General Magic and then gave it to the Newton and then like the Newton got launched because Apple wanted to get it out there and then it forced General Magic's hand of like damn it like now everyone we have to show the world and like they weren't ready and they it lost all their, their punch of surprise and it's it's a crazy story with like some of the most talented people like one lady went on to be CTO under Obama like everything like that of the whole country like wow crazy smart people I didn't know you knew the whole story of General Magic that's great Tyler I well, do well, because I went to the premiere of the movie and half the people were there from the company it, it, it may have <laughs> History may have shown that to be a stumble, but a lot of times you can give you, you give your technology to another company and you let them try and fail. You let them find your your strengths, find your weaknesses, and then you take the you take the technology back and put it into a better project without having to 
invest all that R&D. You were right. Bill Atkinson, Andy Hertzfeld, Mark Parrott. Wow. Good job, Tyler. Listen to the movie. Good job. <laughs> it was a crazy good movie. What was it called? This, General Magic. Oh. It's like Ricky, it's, how come you didn't know this? The documentary just came out. Like, Ricky, come on. I don't know. I'm not on social media. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think anyone knows about it. I saw the premiere Is it on, on, on April 20th. On, in Tribeca. At, on the Tribeca Film Festival. That was the premiere of that the movie. That was the real film there was festival. A Q&A You're not going to be able to see that anywhere else. Yeah, there was a real Q&A with like, all the people on stage. Uh, my Were the people the there? Yeah. Like Andy Hertzfeld? Andy Hertz- and you didn't invite me to go? I, my girlfriend got one ticket for me uh, extra, and I got to go last minute. Ah. Uh, yeah, I didn't even realize uh, it was such a cool thing. Ah. Uh, Here, guys, this is going to tickle you. August 2005, Hertzfeld joined Google. June 28th. Yeah. Oh. That was the right guy. I was thinking the right guy. Yeah. June 28th, 2011, Google announces Google Plus. Hertzfeld yeah. was oh the key designer God. of the he Google was... Plus Circles component user interface. That was him. But he was like the project. biggest designer of General Magic. He was like the big like leader like of, of the whole game, the smartest, most creative one. He basically like, invented emoticons and stuff. It was crazy. Wow. Didn't, was he the one that did the rounded corners? They had animated emojis on that thing in 93. Wow. Did they have the poop emoji in 93? No. No. That wasn't until 95. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Look at you, Tyler. I I am impressed. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we get right into it since we really don't have it. Oh, you know what? We should, give, we should give Kyle a treat. Let's take a quick break. Um, I didn't do a newsreel this week because you don't have time. Don't forget Ricky. Give him a treat as well. No, Ricky listens to the show. He's a real fan and a real friend, unlike you. Okay, so he actually, right. he actually knows what's going on. <laughs> he actually knows what's going on. And in fact, Ricky gives me criticism on every show that I don't read. So, And I give you criticism <laughs> on the first 15 minutes of the show that I've on listened to. On one of the to. one show that I got you to listen to back when we were at Radio Free Brooklyn over a year ago. Oh, and then, those don't count. <laughs> that was the one. I finally got Kyle to listen to a show, and it was one of those. Oh. And he's like, yeah, it's not so good. Like, okay. Well, we, we kept we knew working that. on it. I was a lot more descriptive than that at why it yeah, wasn't good. Yeah, you said good. it's not so good, but it took you an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Say, friends, do you live in New York City? Well, if you do, Pneumonium has a beautiful new product for you. It's called Where Am I? Your five-ball comments navigator to help you get anywhere from Staten Island to the Bronx. Simply go to www.whereamai.nyc and enable location services on your mobile device to find your neighborhood bar and three plus subway stops to you wherever you are. No eggs, no tracking, just geospatial brilliance. That's Where Am I? Brought to you by Pneumonium. Pneumonium, reinventing media daily. Two years old and brand new. Is it? Do it's I grand see? opening. Exactly. <laughs> you know, if you don't take that sign down, people will still come in and think... Going out of business <laughs> at some point. Hey, it works. Kyle, you can use that sign while you're here to figure out I, what neighborhood I don't, I don't think you're supposed to mock the sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's verboten. It's, they have a parasitic what am I relationship do? Put them on to probation? a show. Yeah, they might not renew their, their sponsorship agreement. contract yeah. here. Yeah, Tyler, you know that if Pneumonium pulls out of the show, it's sunk. No. Who do you think bought this mixer? Mm. Pneumonium did. Who do you that, think bought That's who? why we have a code of conduct. Who do you think is Pneumonium's paying? values. It's vertical integration. We have to, yes, I don't like we have that. to create... Thank you, Kyle. You're on board. We have to create brand-safe, monetizable content. That's the whole thing. We're trying to create a family-friendly atmosphere that Pneumonium can project to... 
Everybody. It sounds like what, we got some trust issues here. What do I need to here. say to have pneumonia release a press release saying that they are no you need longer to associated with Microsoft the Word. pull request? And Clippy's going to assist with that. Oh, okay. Looks like you're writing a divorce paper. Pneumonium's going to pull in Arrested Development and give themselves Radio Show of the Year. There you go. <laughs> I, I think already, if you look on LinkedIn, I actually I gotten a privacy policy update from. No, actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. Well, our GDPR episode is next week. Uh, but actually, if you looked in, if you looked on my LinkedIn, I actually gave myself most valuable employee every year since 2007 when I started Pneumonium. <laughs> so, got a picture on the wall for every month. I got a plaque for every year, all 11 of them. So yeah, He's got when, when did you when did you say that the GPDR episode is going to be out? Next week. Next week. Be sure not to listen to I, it. I can't wait to click next. Uh, do not download on my podcast app. <laughs> wow, Kyle. Eric, I promise I will listen to one of your shows. Yeah. Okay. It'll be the last one that we do. Oh, you you're you're stopped. Do you stopped? Well, okay. I'll listen to one now. Yeah, you're a real friend. Kyle. I won't even listen to it then. I bet I could get... Never mind. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Well, let's get back on board. Actually, I need to turn that He's off. Can busy. you hear that from the other room? That's my Bluetooth headset that's about to go out of batteries. Nope. I have to turn that off. You can't hear that? It's like every once in a while. I get, you won't hear it on the mics. You won't hear it on the mics. You could hear it, though, right? No. You didn't hear that just now? No. This is like last week where I heard the stuff from upstairs. It's because you hear it all the time. Yanny! Yeah, it's yeah. Not... Oh, oh, we didn't. Oh, that's right. We didn't do a show. I looked up what happens while you can hear Yanny instead of Laurel it's because your this. hearing is gone. We did this. Yeah, yes. your four K range is shot. You have awful hearing, so you can't no, hear the higher frequencies. Y- Yanny is y- the problem. No, Laurel is the problem. That's not what <laughs> yes. I heard. No, well, you couldn't hear it because you only heard Laurel instead of Yanny. Anyway, no, we established on the last show that Robin you had Williams. the ro- cut it out. That Yanny is the wrong one. No, Robin Williams stole it from us. <laughs> At least you laughed. Okay. Why don't we move right on to really this, the thing that I've been waiting for. I know you, you give me all this crap, Kyle, but honestly, I've, I've been waiting to have an, a, a real episode about Apple with you and Ricky for a long time. So let's get into our Apple attack, where we take a nice little on Apple. First up, what is first up? <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start? There's a lot of stuff. Here's a good attack. It's not first on the list, but I'll go to it because this is a real uppercut. Uh, users in China are mad about iPhone's call kit being disabled in China. To more, we go. For more, we go to our correspondent in Orlando, Ricky Gilbert. Ricky, what are you learning? Uh, part of the deal doing business with China. You know, okay, thank you very out. much. Let's go back to the studio now. No. Uh, what's what's. <laughs> Who uses who uses their phones to make calls? Well, if you call someone on Facebook Messenger, it'll come up. It'll look like you're getting a real phone call on uh. your phone. It'll ring and everything. It'll say like it'll look. It won't look like a Facebook notification. It'll look like you're getting a phone call. And you right. Hit- so like, if, if you, for Kyle, if you had Google Voice, for example, you'd have to have the app open to receive a phone call and answer it. But now Apple's got this thing called Call Kit. So when you get a Google Voice call, it'll actually show up through the phone app. It's it's like a real phone call. That actually sounds like a wonderful feature. It is a wonderful feature, uh, except in China where it doesn't work. They disabled it. Potentially for privacy reasons. Right. Because the Great Firewall of China isn't snooping on anything. It's just, there's there's so much freedom in China, you never know what you're going to get with the internet. I know. Uh, in the past, China has cracked down on apps that allow users to chat confidentially or get around the country's firewall. Skype is already banned in China, as well as WhatsApp and... Uh, because of their end-to-end encryption. But this appears to be different. If anything, CallKit can actually leave some data out in the open. 
information on who you called and how long the call was, as in the metadata that, you know, remember the NSA stuff, uh, is recorded in the iPhone's call log, and for those who opt in, synced to iCloud. Now, because iCloud is not kosher in China, I don't know how to say kosher in Chinese, uh, <laughs> that that's why it won't work. Hmm. Yeah. So the Mongolians must be up to something. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Nomadic tribes causing troubles again. <laughs> um, here's here, here's another one. I, uh, Apple. Um, there's this. Uh, there's a German. I think Anglo German. There's a German. There's a German. He's, there's he's a alive. German. He makes chips for Apple. Uh, Dialog Semiconductor, an Anglo German company, shares in that company plunged after Apple made an announcement saying that they're not going to work with them anymore. And they had invested most of their business in creating chips for Apple, and now Apple pulled out. Well, didn't they do that uh, with the the Gorilla, the uh, gorilla Glass gorilla company glass. as well? They Apple is an abusive. They're in an abusive relationship. Well, go- gorilla Glass couldn't make enough glass. Cornish. And they Cornish. Yeah, that's right. No, it was it was a it was a it was the, the factory. The, the, the Apple uh, invested in the factory. That's correct. They, and then they, they pulled out. Apple invested in the factory, but the factory had to continue. Uh, Improvements and and they had to tweak it and they had to bug fix and hunt on Apple's behest, but not on their dime. And uh, that that at the end of the day, Apple decided they were going to go with Gorilla Glass, and this other company was uh, left out in the wind. Yeah, oh, it was the Sapphire Glass, right? That was Sapphire. It wasn't Gorilla Glass. Corning oh. made the Gorilla Glass, and they went to Sapphire instead. I wish I would have uh, done some research before I, I thought, yeah, yeah, was... opened my fat mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Dialogue, the, the company, Dialogue Semiconductor, their shares fell 17% on Friday alone. Based on the company telling investors that Apple will be using its chips for only two of its three phones for 2018. Wow. I mean, I guess it's nothing new, really, given how Apple is, but that's just really... I mean, like, Apple, I'm sure when they're in the courting phase, they're like, oh, we'll give you all this business. Just let us take over your factory. And then they'll just say, well, s- screw you. Go home. We don't care. But I thought I read they were only doing, the Apple chips were only about 5% of their un- their business. I thought it was much more than 5%. But to... to Apple, uh, no, in 2017, Apple orders accounted for 77% of the company's group sales. Maybe they just make a bigger markup. It didn't affect... While the reduced orders won't immediately affect Dialog's bottom line by more than 5%, that's where you got the 5 from, Apple orders counted, accounted for 77% of their sales for last year. So it is a big deal. Diversity, diversity, yeah, diversity. It, yes, and they did not. What, Kyle? Well, 77% of their sales... For last year were because of Apple, and now two-thirds of the 77%. But it's, 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 so it, it's, may, it may have been poor planning on their part, because so Apple really only 50%. isn't necessarily going to stay with the same supplier for every piece no, year but after if, year. No, but think about this. If they monopolize your, your ability, if they monopolize your bandwidth your, and, and throughput, and then they just pull out, I mean, you got to be you got to have major blue balls. Metaphor. Hey, now. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Well, unless you're a... That's only if you pay the $25 for tops. Moving on, WWDC <laughs> is coming out tomorrow. Happening tomorrow. And... What would... All of the what would... Donald uh, contemplate? Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What happened, uh, WWJD? <laughs> yeah, WWSD would be better. What would Steve do? But he wouldn't do this because they're not coming out with any hardware what at WWDC. Steve yell? <laughs> uh... They're talking about iOS 12, the next version of Mac OS. Oh, wow. And more stuff. There's a 
Ricky, you might like this. There's a pride-themed Apple Watch band in Rainbow. I'm going to announce oh, fabulous. That. I know. Take that to the club. Watch OS <laughs> 5 and TVOS 12. Code within Watch OS 431. App update, uh, whatever. Uh, there's rainbows on the Apple Watch, possible hardware announcements, and it looks like this is going to be uh, nothing. I want one thing announced next week. That Spotify uh, will Pro work with on the Watch 32 gigs 3. of RAM. That would be nice. Spotify yeah, that too. Work on the watch. At 64. Why, are we, why stop at 32? Give well, me let's get above 16. How about we get a slot? <laughs> oh, like in the like in the old Macintoshes. Like, like in my the, Performa, I could expand expand the RAM on the PCI card. Like in any worthwhile computer that you would want to buy. How old are you again? <laughs> when so I, when I was a kid, we used to watch film wound around a metal peg. And now you have these images that just come from the sky. How does it work? I don't know. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers when I, you used to be able to upgrade the memory in your Macintosh. Because guess what? If you get an uh, Apple computer, you can't upgrade the memory anymore. Well, not unless you're very, you very competent at micro-soldering. Yeah. I've actually done a few iMac upgrades now. It's uh, it's a little intense. What was that, Ricky? It's it's not too hard. I've done a few of the uh, the the super thin, skinny iMacs. I've done SSD upgrades. iMacs, but MacBook Pros. I'm talking about. I know I said computer, but let me ask you this: Have you been able to upgrade uh, a MacBook Pro? Uh, no, I haven't even tried. What, is, what are your thoughts on, the, on the, the new body MacBook Pros? I know it's not even new anymore, but the new, the new style, since I still have uh, an old one. I, I kind of dug it. I kind of dug it. Of I'm, course I'm okay would. with the touch bar. That's why you're on the show. This is I'd, exactly I'd why I wanted to go to back the to the No, it's regular... garbage, Ricky. It's effing garbage. It's, it's, it's words that I can't say on the show. Oh, I, okay, uh-huh. okay. I'm not. I won't give my opinion. I'm sorry, Eric. I was. That's right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yes. You know. I'm the. This I'm is the, almost I'm a two-way conversation. Talk. Let's let's talk over any interesting dialogue that may come from this podcast. Okay. No, I'm sorry, Ricky. I just. I the thing is, is that I have a lot of passion about when Apple makes a mistake. <laughs> and I'm sure I, Ricky has passion as well. No, I'd but love he likes to it. hear his thoughts. All right, why don't we hear your side? I'd love to hear Florida's the opposing viewpoint for okay, once. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Kyle. You don't even listen to the show. You won't, you're, you're, gonna, you're, tuning, <laughs> I, you're tuning this out right now. Uh, no, I'm trying to get, be engaged in the conversation. I want to hear what Ricky has okay, to say. Okay. But I keep hearing about how terrible it is okay, for Eric. Tell me why what it's not terrible, point, Ricky. Point, counterpoint. Um... I'll, I'll give you some not terrible and what I think could be fixed up, definitely. And I will let um, you speak your minds. Go. I don't want... And pardon the cat meowing. He's trying to get my attention. What's up, bud? Okay, he's leaving. <laughs> um, I, I, I dig the USB 3 and everything. Like I, I like the better speeds, the Thunderbolt 3 and everything. A little annoying on the adapters, but you know, every once everyone else goes USB-C over that. Um, the screen is gorgeous. I hope it goes OLED soon. The touchpad's okay. Um, I could do without the touchpad. I want the Touch ID button, but now we're going to replace it with Face ID. Rep- get, stop doing this butterfly keyboard thing. Make the trackpad smaller and give me 32 or 64 gig RAM options, and I'm a happy camper. That's not bad. I, well, I, I, you have anything to add? No. Are you one of the people that would like to see a touch screen? MacBook on Pro? the MacBook Pro, or for three grand, it should come with no, <laughs> no. For it, three grand, it should idea. come with well, an iPad. I, I, it <laughs> should, yeah, it should massage me to sleep. For, like. for three grand, it comes with that video of Johnny Ive explaining why nobody wanted a touchscreen Mac. But uh, uh, that, Ricky, that, uh, that was from a previous why, WWDC. Why wouldn't uh, if you still had your regular input devices? You've got your mouse, you've got your keyboard. Everything's physical. Everything's, you see the video? Everything's mm-hmm. clicky. But 
Why wouldn't you want to have a touch screen? They, John they, said no. Jo- Johnny said no. Sir Johnny, he said no. No, okay. John said w, no. And at WWDC a couple years ago, they, he played this video. He's like, we tried to make a touch screen MacBook Pro, but people's arms got tired. So we couldn't. We decided it was better to not have a touch screen. See, I, I think it'd be great for just the occasion when... You just it, it, it's, it's sometimes my you screen. swipe down. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you want to grab something, or sometimes you you're scrolling through something and you don't want to have to grab the mouse or grab the keyboard. It'd be great to just passionately flick the screen out of the way. That would be nice. Then, then go buy a Surface. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'll buy Turn three it. of them with that money. <laughs> Turn one of them into a Hackintosh. Um, I don't they uh, doesn't that company still do the Modbook Pro? What company? Modbook. Modbook. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they, they, basically, they, they would tear the screen off uh, oh, of a Mac, tear that. the keyboard right. off, and then they'd put a tablet uh, screen on top of it that you could draw on. Well, okay, well, then do that. Well, they, they, that's, that's another $3,000 on top of the first $3,000 and void your warranty. I, I was surprised. They still do that, and they're, they're, the prices are, are high, uh, well, but they're not well. tremendously higher than the Apple prices, and while you can't take it into a Genius Bar and get it repaired, Modbook uh, support is is very competent, and uh, they have pretty quick turnaround if you need something fixed or need something replaced, and they'll honor it for the full year of your wow. original Apple warranty. Okay, Ricky, let me ask you this. Uh, do you have the iPhone X, whatever? Whoa, hold on a sec. Your, your cable came loose. Oh, no. Ah. Are you with us now, Ricky? You sound like a Burger King kiosk. <laughs> Is it better now? No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing Tyler. Okay, how about now? Okay, yeah, you're good. You're good. You know, with all of the with all of the pro audio equipment we have, it's so it's such a sh- it's a it's such a Shonda that the Amazon audio cable can't fit into the Amazon audio adapter. And with all of the rolls of Gorilla Tape you have, I don't know how this stuff hasn't been repaired. So I was Kyle, just taping but, it because you can't they've... push it to one side. They have run into so many complications with trying to make a Modbook Pro based on the new Retina MacBook Pro design that they have a Kickstarter project that's been going. Oh. Yeah, they need additional funding. If only there were some kind of multi-billion dollar computer maker that could figure out how to make a touchscreen Retina device. I... uh, People's arms get tired. Oh, it's called the iPad. That's right. Oh, yeah! Hey, we could almost, like, make a 15-inch iPad as (laughs) the screen... Because oh my god, too complicated. No, that might only that might actually streamline Apple's development. No, we can't do that. Sometimes you need a mouse. For me, okay. So Ricky, you have the iPhone X. C. Yes, senor. Uh, can you plug? Oh, the, I have the 5C too. Uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, can you plug the iPhone X into the new MacBook Pro without using an adapter? Uh, yeah. There's a cable. There's a Lightning to USB-C cable. Does it come with the phone? No, you gotta buy it separately. Buy it separately. But there is a lightning to USB C cable. Does that actually give you the twelve hundred dollar price? No, not for the twelve hundred (laughs) dollar phone on your three thousand dollar laptop. Do you have to? So you so you got your twelve hundred dollar phone, your three thousand dollar laptop. You can't plug your phone into your laptop with the cable that comes with it. Now, uh, when that happens, and you 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 don't don't get the cable, do you still get? I know. I know. That's why they've been able to live with the USB 2.0 phone in 2018. That's what, that was my next question. If you got the USB-C adapter, would you actually get USB 3 speeds out of it, or would you only still get 480 megabits a second? Uh, I haven't checked. I can do that for you later. 
Now, Ricky, do do uh, do Apple computers have a SIM card slot uh, where you could connect them to a cellular network? Not yet. I'm still waiting for a MacBook Pro with LTE. I, I they, bet they that's really... not going to happen since they took out the SD card slot. Well, they really should have. I don't that even have an Ethernet spot in there anymore. I it it's the it's like one of the only thing that can't be shipped as in supervised mode for mobile device management is the Mac because it doesn't have cellular connection. Well, the, uh, the, the iPad and the iPhones no problem. The benefit of that would be is after you've spent fifteen thousand dollars on your basic Apple gear and you're living <laughs> in a van, you'd be <laughs> able to. Connect to the internet. Oh, I messed up the case. No. All right, it's better. Yeah. Thanks, I, Apple. I, you know, it would be nice to be able to just take your laptop anywhere. They sell the iPad with cell connection. I mean, you would think that they would have this giant hardware pipeline. They could just put things together. But their massive arrogance is preventing them from doing that. Ricky? I, I don't know, man. We'll have to see. I've, I've been hoping for years and years, and I still hope. What would it take to get you to get an Android phone? Because I, uh, my, my girlfriend actually got the new uh, the iPhone 8 Plus uh, this week. And I, for the one thing out of all of my complaints about it, the home button doesn't press in. It vibrates like the trackpad on the new MacBook Pros. Yeah, it's a little haptic feedback kind right. of thing. It's not a real button. Right, it's not a real button. And this is one of those things that's turning me into an old man. I like the button press. When I press the home button, I like feeling the travel of the button, feeling it all the way go down. Dude, not this, it's like, all going Star Trek. It's all touch. You know, it's, uh, it's no buttons. I'm a yeah. 20th century person, I guess. I like buttons and keys and clicks and stuff. I, 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 I'm with you completely. I'm with you 100%. Kyle's going to be... And we're still relatively young. The next 40 years are going to be pretty pretty hard for well, us. I, I buy When I buy a piece of equipment, I... I'm going to use it until it falls off. I well, it. if you bought the new MacBook Pro, that's going to be next week. <laughs> Especially if you manage to cash your piece of dust under the one key, the keyboard that's one piece. We I've did done this, that. We did I've had my story. keyboard replaced. Oh, yeah? That happened to you? Yeah. yeah. When you got I need it, to do it again. When honestly. you got it replaced, did the new keyboard, did the replacement keyboard randomly stop working? Because that was in the article that we read last week. Last week's no, the, the, the keyboard was working. It's just that o- over time I got dust under different keys. <laughs> <laughs> That's got the, the labor, the labor in replacing that has got to be insane for such a no because they just silly... take out the whole keyboard and they throw it away. They no, have but, to replace the whole top case. The whole top case. It's just, yeah. it's what I'm saying. You're swapping over so many components. You've got that. You, you're going to have that guy in the back of the Genius Bar for an hour at least on one machine. Yeah, he does three of those a day. <laughs> oh, I doubt they, and I doubt any Genius Bar in a retail store does it. I think they ship them all to their depot out in like Texas, Austin. Yeah, Calcutta. Yeah. Even if you're swip- <laughs> even if you're swipping them to a sweatshop, it's 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 an insane amount of labor. I, I can't believe they engineered it the well, way they did. Well, because Steve is dead. That's really what this episode should be called. All of our problems with Apple are because these were bad decisions that were made after he died. Well, and remember, we, we, we mentioned the Newton earlier as being... That was a not Steve Apple. No, uh, I, I will finish this thought. We mentioned the Newton earlier as being a, uh, a failure. Uh, well, actually, we mentioned it as being something that was a the te- technology taken from another company. And, well, it was uh, the same company. That was the problem. General Magic was a spinoff of Apple with all their best people. And then the, the stupid president at the time, what, Scully? Is that his name? Yeah, John Scully. Yeah, Scully like, took, the, took a lot of that technology over to Apple. So then the Newton was born out of, out of that. And, and, and that's what I'm getting at. Some of your biggest Apple failures that are in uh, recent memory 
are your your Newton and your twelve different lines of products that are essentially all the same machine with different price points and different marketing materials. The overcomplication of everything is uh, the initial problem that. Apple had when uh, Steve was gone, and now it's the simplification of everything that's becoming the problem. Your usability yeah. on a new iPhone is reduced because now you've really got to look at it if you want to unlock it without right. entering a passcode. You can't just like do it behind your back. Your your thumb. Your, your usability of the computer is supposed to be improved because of this tightly integrated keyboard. But really what you're doing is creating more problems for the users and more problems for the people that have to service these. They're not going to last like a 2012 Retina MacBook Pro. I'm going to use that thing for the next three or four years until the wheels fall off. But I, if I bought a brand new Apple, I, I just don't know if I'd be using it for more than a couple of years before I feel like I'd have to replace it. Well, maybe mm. that's what they want. It's absolutely because, what they want. Because computing has matured to the point where you don't need... There's not going to be a new laptop that's going to do things that your current laptop can't do unless it's... Excuse me. Unless it's, unless it's playing some crazy game in 4K. So... Like 8K Like now. I mean, think about it. Think about it this way. VR back when, stuff. Back when we were in college and they had... Uh, you know, I had that titanium power book and I was like, oh... I want to <clears throat> watch videos online. Well, I had to get a new computer for that. <laughs> and I remember you got... It's not like you got an Intel computer. You upgraded... Even though Apple had the Intel stuff... Right. You upgraded to a... Another PowerBook. A G4 machine. Right. And you were Running confident... Running Final Cut on it. And you were confident that you'd be using that for the next few years. I just don't think you've got that confidence now when you look at a, no. an Apple product. You're looking at it as a... Temporary, but that's like I said. It's because tool. of the fact and that I didn't think yeah. about that even three years ago. No, no, no. But this is it, this is purposefully this is purposefully oh, done. Absolutely, because but that's, they, what, that's something computer, that Steve probably wouldn't have let happen. You know, I, I the problem the problem is this. One of the last keynotes that he gave, he talked about computers being trucks, and he remember that one, and he said that back in the day, people you know there only used to be trucks. And people used trucks to cart everything around. And then sedans came out. And you realize, oh, I don't need all this extra space in the back. And you can make a lighter car with fewer components that was just made for people, to transport people. And then, now, most cars are people movers. They're not cargo movers. Same thing for computers. So, what I'm saying is, there's a chance that Apple is not strayed too far from the reservation, given where, it, where I think his mindset was back in 2011. And... The problem is that they have to continue monetizing hardware. Their software is basically free. Like, minus their pro-level stuff, which people are moving away from. It's another story. And there's less their money hardware, in it with, right. like, recurring licenses. They're a hardware company, so they have to force people to buy new hardware. But look, my com this computer's from August of 2013. It's fine. Well, no, it's... it's and honestly, this computer, like, it's marginally slower than a, a brand new MacBook Pro... Uh, from 2017. I, I can't fault can, them. Can I give you guys another twist on this? Just what's that? like another kind of perspective? Well, actually, before I just... Oh, yeah. What's that? Uh, is, is that, yeah, a lot of these changes are, are happening with our, our Apple gear and everything, but if you uh, if you take it from the perspective that a Apple at the same time is trying to be a more eco-friendly company, like they're trying to use more recyclable technologies, could a lot of this be an effect from that? I, I don't know because a lot of the stuff that they're doing, uh, it's 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 not stuff that's uh, it's not going to prevent it from being recyclable. 
Uh, in fact, do you think the keyboard that's one piece no, that, that's uh, one piece is recyclable, Ricky? Well, from from their end, as long as you get the Apple Care, yeah, go in and change it out as many times no, as no, you no. want. They don't when care. You, when you talk about recyclability, you mean their ability to take apart these components and grind them down into something that they could melt reuse. it down and build it into the next. Right. Thing. So when you have yeah. your keyboard assembly that's one piece that's been returned because one of the keys has dust underneath, how what kind of recyclability does that have? It just goes along with the usual Apple service things. Like, you know, the like it just works. It's like, look, just bring it to us. We're going to fix it. We'll give it back to you, and you'll walk out a happy customer again. It, it does plug into what Eric was saying, though, that they're, they're building a machine to be replaced every two years because they... They know, hey, it's going to be easy to recycle this thing in two years. We're not going to have to take the heat when people are you, start Are you guys saying that based on, like, it's because these computers aren't, like, repairable or because processors and memory are getting faster and I'm faster? Just, uh, my, my point is is I'm. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with the speed. It has to do with the... Construction. The, well, not even the construction. The fact that I can't look at a computer right now and say... Okay, how am I gonna how am I gonna justify this purchase by using it for the next six years? Right. I can't upgrade the RAM. I can't, can't upgrade the hard drive. I can't upgrade the hard drive. If I need to replace the keyboard in three or four years you when have it's to out, pay of $500 warranty, out of warranty, five hundred dollars out of warranty. I either have to pay five hundred dollars, which I wouldn't do. I'd replace it myself, which means my computer's gonna be in five hundred pieces on my coffee table because you can't for really the take next it apart. Two weeks until I get the right part in. It's 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 just it's not dude. Uh, you're getting a Dell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a it's not a great value proposal for me. I see why, as a business decision, they want to build something that is going to be replaced every couple years. But my one of one of the reasons I went to Apple was because I felt, hey, this is a computer that I'm not just buying something that's going to be replaced as, as soon as a minor problem happens. I'm buying something that I'm going to be able to service myself. And keep up and running and upgrade when RAM prices come down or SSD prices come down. I, I just can't. You can't do that now. Yeah, and the, the thing. What if? What if Apple just did a leasing program? You pay five hundred dollars a year, but you always have the latest computer. The they, fact that they everything's basically in the, have that. They and, have their financing. And they, that's, they, well, that's financing though. After you spend three same, years paying really off your computer, thing, you end up with an old computer that now is no. Similar that's not what to I'm a, to a they phone sell program. iPads like that. Yeah, similar I think. to a phone program. Similar AT&T to a phone has program. A phone program. You go in, you've got this phone for eighteen months, and then you back you, you back it up, you restore it from the cloud. I think we are they seeing them go in that direction. I, I think that's the only way that they could make these laptops viable because I. The th- oh, they're they're viable because I'm people sorry, will pay three thousand dollars for them and then buy a new one in two years. Right, they are viable. Well, it's oh, just people like me, and and I, I don't know how big of a how big of a segment of Apple users I represent, but I'm sure there are a lot of DIYers out there, or just in general cheap guys that like quality products that may not buy an Apple because they don't see the. They don't see the longevity in it. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I mean... I built the PC tower, like, a thousand percent, because if something breaks, oh, it's a $200 component, I can go get another top-of-the-line component for $200 or $300, no matter what component broke. If my processor broke, if my motherboard broke, if my cooling system broke, that's all... A couple hundred bucks. And not only that, you may look at that in a couple years from now, when the -the top-of-the-line processor from the time you built your machine... If it's What's gonna, my upgrade if it's, cost? Four hundred dollars. But again, this is the much less because compared to the newest stuff, yours probably is just about as good, and you're spending a hell of a lot less to keep it running. Yeah. The, the problem is, the problem is though, you guys are talking about trucks. 
If you have a truck, it's very, trucks are very modular. If something goes wrong in your truck, pop up. That's why they have those giant hoods and grills. Pop open the hood, take out the part, put the new part in. What they used like, to make cars like that never too. worked on a car. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. everything is an appliance now. The that's, thing is, that's is that these, 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 yes, these, these laptops are like a Prius, where you open it up and it just says Prius. Inside. So why can't we be Cuba and stick with cars from sixty make, years ago? Make it last forever. That's Keep because they don't it. have anything that's creating new cars. Well, I know why Cuba doesn't get new cars. Well, why can't we be like Cuba? <laughs> Cuba, has lots of, Cuba has lots of new cars. They're Chinese cars. They're French cars. They're, they just don't have new American cars. The ones cars. you see pictures of Do they have new German are, cars? Uh, yeah, okay. Do they have yeah. new German cars? I didn't realize that. They do, yeah, yeah. Really? Cuba, Cuba uh, gets cars from all over the rest just of the world. Just not us. Just not us. Well, they're not missing out then. Yeah, but the, the, cars, those, the ones that you see, it's, it's the, that's the, uh, the, the old... The old-timey cars, those are the ones that uh, have that kind of Cuban appeal. And there is a huge subculture of car geeks in Cuba that keeps those things running. Yeah. Um, but they're not. That's not the but majority see, of cars But see, those are the types of there. cars that you're talking about in computer terms. I, I, you're you're absolutely right. Well, I would say more your vintage I mean, Mac, your vintage Macintoshes, your your color classics. Those are like the '57 Chevys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here, oh, yeah. here's the thing. Uh, so I have a 2013 MacBook Pro. I upgraded the RAM. I had it, it came with like. Four gigs of RAM. I had, it has sixteen. I recently got an SSD upgrade kit for it, so Put it has a terabyte SSD. You can't even do that with the new one. You have to pay through the nose for a thousand dollar SSD that you can't replace if you need more space. I not only did I get the kit that gives me a faster and bigger drive, I also it also came with an enclosure for my old SSD. So now I have a bus powered five hundred gig ex- external SSD. So, so I guess and that whole thing was three hundred dollars. So the, that gave my laptop another two or three years worth of use, and this computer's already five years old. The so, lesson here is: is when you buy an Apple, go to apple.com/refurb. Yeah, <laughs> and you can get a brand new twenty thirteen MacBook Pro today. It was a great computer, and the only reason why I got this is because I had a twenty eleven. That was a really good year. And that was the, that one had the, that was the last year it had Ethernet and Thunderbolt. You know, it's, it's a vertical integration thing that, they, that's they, ruining them. They still had a, a fat lot. MacBook Pro in 2012. Did they? Yeah. It was the low-end one with the uh, The white one that they kept oh. selling forever. No, this well, was it, a MacBook Pro. It was, no, it was MacBook a white Pro. one with an aluminum case, okay. essentially. No, this but was then, a real yeah. MacBook Pro. It had the high-res display, 1680 but, uh, by 1050. But what Ricky's saying is, is the, the, only, the only Apple notebook that you could get with those... To all of those ports and and all of the kind of legacy stuff that everyone grew used to was the cheapest, the convenient least. stuff on the computer. It, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was basically the one that that you're getting for grandma. Yeah, well, I just uh, it's it's sad, but you know maybe I wouldn't mind the new MacBook Pro as much if I knew that I would get a new one in six months. Here, the trackpad's too big. The keys I hate. The, the monitor suck. has too much glare. Like you could shave in that monitor if you put. You have a, a glare problem with your screen. I if I I have a black text editor that I spend eight hours a day in, ten hours ah. a day in. I could shave while I have code up on the screen. That's how bad That's the glare terrible. is. That's terrible. I had to get a a film for the screen, which is awful, and that now it just has all that rainbow noise because it's def- it's it's refracting light. Why don't you just invert the colors of the screen? Or, pl- or plug it into your <laughs> plug it into your beautiful matte. The matte finish monitor it's that not, you've got not here, right there. The computer's not here. Oh, <laughs> you're else. talking about at work. Yes. Well, go to go to a Goodwill, get a <laughs> matte monitor for 
Hook that thing up at work. I have a Mac monitor, solved. but the uh, the colors are off. And, and that, but that's the problem. To make the Apple product you work need the external way you want devices. it, you got to buy something else. Whether it's a cheap thing at Goodwill, something from Monoprice, or you're having to buy from Apple.com, or wait it, to upgrade when they do the OLED screens. You know that might be that might be a worthwhile upgrade. I've I've got one of those TVs. Oh my goodness, they pr- they produce light. There is like no glare. I mean, it the iPhone X is a OLED, day, right? and you can still see the Hulk as green as a goblin. Well, put a fluorescent light directly above it and see how much glare it is. There is. That's basically my situation. Why are you still using fluorescent bulbs, dude? It's you're the so, office. You're so it's not where I live, Ricky. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. at work. <laughs> well, he does look. I, I, I just noticed he's got a compact fluorescent that above was, him. That's not, of course, it's 14 feet high, but he does have a ladder that the uh, super left in the closet, so you could swap that out with an LED. Wow! Hey. You know, you know who installed that compact fluorescent light? The super. But he left you his ladder. He did, because my roof leaks. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> Uh, speaking of dark uh, dark text editors, there was a, a Xcode leaked with dark mode. Ooh, yeah, what? that's about it. There's uh, the new Mac that OS long? that's about that's uh, uh, predicted that's what to Apple's debut done for the world. Now. That's what Apple's done for WWDC. They're just going to say dark mode and Xcode. See, it's black, just like just like VS Code and Sublime and Atom. Just like the rest of the world likes to code. Well, you know, hey, look, back in 2015, I was one of the last people using white text editors. I don't uh, understand I why. You're I don't so know why either. Now black noise, is sexy. I like it. Um, blue light is the worst for your eyes. Eric, you don't care about eyes. You I know, have flux I got on. Those... You say, ah, why do you have flux on? Because my eyes are burning. No, They're my eyes burn when the colors o'clock. are red. The color red gives me a blue headache. Blue is the worst one for you by so far. Red, blue doesn't give me a headache. Blue is the bat, the one that damages you, though. What color is what? Your text. White. White. Or different colors because it's syntax highlighted. Yeah. Well, for Eric, if uh, it would be, gre- I mean, it's green on a terminal. It, yeah. Eric's Eric's hashtag is green lines matter. Green <laughs> lines matter. Yeah. You know, it's, you know that nice. would be funny if I were the, one of those people who uses Vim, but I'm not. Christian is he uses he uses Vim on a daily basis. But that's another story. Um, I don't have four months to turn in slow work because I converted to Vim. Yeah. I don't. I like using a mouse. The mouse is like forty years old. I don't know why that's. Why I you like can't use using mice. Command P to find my files. And Nerd Tree is super slow. And I see people traversing that with arrows all the time. And I don't want to do it. No, that's those are the real geeks, Tyler. They're creating real stuff. I don't know. Um, iPhone uh, refresh has been delayed. They won't announce that tomorrow because of light leakage. So Sweet. so much for the iPhone XI coming out soon. What's it leaking and lightly? Rumors. I'm sorry. What's it leaking lightly? Light what? leakage. Oh, no. funny. Oh, boy. You can, you can really on it with those pugs. Got the room here. Yeah. It's a tough one. You want the... Uh, I actually found out something really terrible, that my iPad is not recording. <laughs> All the music and sound effects Okay, we're going to start this over. Play the intro right. music. I'm sorry, Ricky. <laughs> so, no, but... No, I'm sorry. But you know what we can do? Uh, and it's just going to make it just a little harder for me when I have to... Re-record this. So, Kyle, why don't you give us some of your uh, open mic, open mic? So, what were you saying? There's a little bit of there's uh, the iPhone XI has light leakage. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, it's leaking apple juice. <laughs> that, that's actually what I tell people. I'm like, we don't drink the Kool Aid, we drink the apple See, juice. Just <laughs> that's, that just recovered the whole bit. That's there. why Tyler's on the show every week. Dude, so, I can't. That's right. <laughs> He's the Fred Norris. 
He is, except he talks more than Fred Morris. I consider myself... He doesn't like, do the plugs at the I end. I compare myself to Andy Richter on Conan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you might get a short-lived sitcom in like 15 years. Yeah. There you go. Or three. Uh, or three. <laughs> and I can play myself and my four brothers on Arrested Development. There you go. Oh, I am on this season. No spoilers, hey, but... no spoilers. I haven't seen it. I, sorry. I haven't seen all of it. I saw the first couple episodes and was mildly entertained. It wasn't as good. It, I think that picks up, it lacks it the picks, punchiness for the original series. It picks up after two or three. Like just the 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 humor is as highbrow as ever. Like the, the, it's really intricately set up. And oh my I god, like, the miscommunications like how, are so you, good. You, you, I like you how can they had the tongue in cheek reference to transparent. Yes. That was pretty funny. You, oh, you yeah. can do that with an all in one drop. You can do that with an all in one drop of of a season. Because you you can say I, I'm going to give it another three episodes and then I'm going to decide if I keep watching this. But if you got to wait a week before though, there's there's no way that show would have survived if they brought it back to TV. Well, it, well that I have well, to disagree with because Game of Thrones is still in the air, <laughs> and the first season of that is the most god awful boring thing I've ever seen in my life. But that's on HBO. That's not TV. The thing it is, doesn't matter. They have that, seven, yeah, you have seven, <laughs> you have seven hours with your series to see if you captured an audience. That doesn't fly in Hollywood. Like if the first forty-five minutes is boring, it people walk out of your movie. But the Game of is, Thrones, three hours no, is boring. The and thing it's is, a, this you're missing show. this critical detail. Jack dudes and as, girls. as someone who wants to build a media empire and someone who loves television. You're missing the fact that if it were on network TV like Fox, they would have had the, the architecture for the episodes would have been different. And they would have had it, they would have probably had it continue much like they had it in the last in the first three seasons, where they're all kind of ensemble together, rather than what they did in the fourth season on Netflix, which is probably because of budgetary reasons. That was where they a had scheduling like conflict issue. Was it scheduling? Yeah. Or was it budgetary? Oh, there was a lot of that this year, too. Uh, there's some very there the noticeable first... green screen yeah, stuff. Some of it was oh, yeah. bad. They don't, they don't even make the tongue-in-cheek uh, breaking the fourth wall reference to it. It's there was just a picture of bad, Oscar. Uh, three, uh, bad uh, green screen. Something CGI screen. integration of people was there, talking like, to each When they other. were on the beach. But, when David Cross and uh, Jessica Walter, they were on. They were doing that therapy session on the beach. That looked like that was green screened. They, they do something been. really interesting though, where even when it's not green screen, they will still shoot it the same. So it's like, oh man, they're still. This one's the actually super over the shoulder. Focus. This one, it's always over the shoulder of two people conversing. So it's always over one shoulder of the one person's shoulder. So you see the back of their head, but even they still do that even when the two people are actually in the same scene together, and you can see like both the sides of their faces at some point. And they have some pretty terrible stand-ins too. Uh, it was it was it was really really hard to get. Uh, it's just hard to take your head out of it sometimes when you're watching a show and you can tell that the the voice isn't matching up uh, yeah. to the the mouth movements well, that's or because, the, well, but that, the but conversational movements. But that's just because they did multiple yeah. takes and they used but, an audio from a different take, so it would sound more uh, continuous. No, it's because they had they had stand-ins that no, didn't that's what, look it, right. Haven't well, you shot single camera before? Speaking of, you know, actually, speaking of shooting single camera, that's something that Ricky and I did back in 2006. Remember that? I still have the, the video children, for that project. The uh, children for a hire tomorrow? For 42 dimes a, a month, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, that was good. We shot it. it. We shot it in downtown Orlando like those uh, Save the Children commercials. Oh, uh, do you know where the train tracks, like, separate Winter Park? Yes. We, we, we had been shooting there for, what, like an hour? Somebody called uh, the police on us, and... Some guy, a police officer, had to come out and investigate and question us, like what we were doing there, because we were filming on a track which is federally protected. And of course, this is what two thousand eight, so it's so we, no, it's, it's post nine eleven time. Yeah, you just tell them you're Rollins students and you flash them your BMW keys and they'll walk on. 
Oh, no, sir, go. we're from Full Sail. We're making a movie. Yeah, exactly. What do you know about movies? Well, there's cops. Eric cops. actually had to tell me, like, dude, stop antagonizing the police officer. <laughs> he I know it's funny. At, at some point, he's going to know you're on the wrong side of Lake Mont, and he's going to kick your ass back over What's there. funny is I don't have a memory of any of this. Well, he's filming. You, you guys are filming in Florida, so you're probably either doing a shady infomercial or a porno. We were, we were trying to create a parody of a shady infomercial. See? You there know those, that, so he had that every guy, right to be that, suspicious. You know, remember that guy, that white, that white bearded guy who would, have, who would go into, like, for 30 cents a day, you can feed these African oh, children. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. That's the, what we were trying to do. We were trying to create a parody of that, but with kids getting high on pot. Wow, that's not family friendly. Anyway, mm-hmm. high on pot news. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Doug uh, Benson. Uh, that's a Key and Peele joke. Oh, is that Key and Peele? Yeah, Doug I Benson. Got to meet Doug Benson. I got his book signed. D- Doug oh, yeah? Benson used to show up on that on the game show at midnight, and he was blatantly stoned every that. time. I hate that. It was show. such a good show. I liked it. I don't like Chris so Hardwick. Ra- it was funny because it was so. Oh, okay. He's not funny, but and he thinks he is. Just like uh, like well, Seth Myers. They're, they're like two brothers. You know they are. They actually they, they really are could be brothers. Life. They're so similar. They're not that, that funny, and they think they now. are, and I don't understand. Just but, like what's his face from Comedy Bang Bang? Oh, Scott, Scott Atkinson is yeah. just not Ackerman. He's just not that funny. But I like the show they did. But anyway, uh, it was really funny because at midnight, super super rapid fire of how how fastly you can just make jokes up on the spot, and and Doug Benson would be blatantly stoned and would win every time. You're kicking something. This be super witty. Eric is a soccer star. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I think after and I and I gotta say, it wasn't Doug Benson. I met. I was. It was one of the senior writers from High Times. He came through UCF. Ah, you know, I used to. Uh, I used to know a friend that played on the High Times softball team in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That's neither here nor there. Just a friend. Uh, what is it, Kyle? No, I just but just and just say it. Just well, say it. no, I'm trying to come. I, I'm I'm seeing Eric dancing around the cords and cables here, and I keep hearing popping in the microphone. I'm trying to tell him off mic, Eric, stop moving, stop doing this, and then I'm saying, do you have a whiteboard that I can communicate? No, with I you? only have a whiteboard that I can communicate because with you. I don't want to break your balls on the air. I'm trying to. Wow, I'm trying to How respect nice you and your you, show, Kyle. That's oh. but but if you'd rather me interrupt and say stop dancing around actually that's what, and stop yeah. river dancing on your cables here because everything's well, I've been clicking standing and for almost two hours so you got to move around you know yeah we're we're about an hour forty in the hard part's going to be when I have to re-record the iPad yeah that's unfortunate that's unfortunate and hope that my audio comes through okay you'll be fine yeah I'm not worried about you um, <laughs> we are running a little long yeah, he's been talking over you the whole show <laughs> exactly if you weren't here we wouldn't notice no and it's nothing about you <laughs> um, just the giggle in the background every once in a while you should actually so use well. his track as a giggle in the background. Oh, turn me into a laugh track. We it's, do a, that. It, it's an it's an excellent accent to you, the show. You know, to heart back to sh- what uh, we you, talked you, well, about. You know, earlier. when you listen to the show, Kyle, then you can tell me how good it is once we implement it. You know, we talked about that guy uh, stealing the excavator, but Eric's really driving the steamroller this show. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, <laughs> I dug it. Oh. <laughs> All right, um, all right. Let's see. I've got uh, one last thing on the Apple attack. Uh, what is this? Uh, Matt, uh, High Sierra must start up from an APFS volume, but APFS oh, actually yeah. doesn't have the best performance as compared to HFS plus. Okay, so that one that you um, were sharing around—that was from when they were running it in beta in 2017. Have they fixed that in live? It in production, is, rather. It is much, much better now. So APFS yeah. does outperform HFS plus. 
Um, I wouldn't say it outperforms. I but mean, when it's they're not much, encrypted, it's much improved. Are you saying There's a tech writer took old news and repackaged it and put it out there to make a negative spin on no, Apple? No, it's an old article. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't have to say that. I was <laughs> getting to a point. But the 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 startup volume must be SSD or must be APFS. That's newer than that. If it's a solid state drive, it's going to be APFS. Why? Like if this is not an Apple file system, it's going to work as well, an Apple product. is an Apple file system. Why? Uh, why? It's it's just their new file system. They're, that doesn't mean it's good because, if these graphs because, say that it doesn't okay. perform as well as HFS Plus, which has been around for Eric, 20 years. Eric, Eric, hold on, hold on. Calm down a little bit. I actually have to teach this in class and talk about it. Basically, HFS Plus is not a file system that was intended for solid state drives and the performance they're capable of. So APFS is um, basically throwing it into that arena. It's, it's going to replace HFS. It will eventually be... Better performing and faster. So when and I awesome, I, but it's already better performing because you're on a solid state drive instead of a hard drive. So when I raise my hand and say, "But uh, professor, I wouldn't call you a professor," uh, but it's okay, you can. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, Consultant. It's, it's it's only it's only personal. Call him doctor. Uh, there, there we go. Uh, but uh, Ricky, um, yeah, these graphs genius. say that. Uh, all right, you're a genius. But Ricky, these graphs say that you're uh, full of a word that we can't say on the show. So why do these graphs say that APFS does not perform as well as the 20 year old file system that's also 20 years old and not meant for the drive that I'm using? Even though the drive that I'm using has it perform higher than the stuff that's quote meant for the drive. So I'll tell you this because I actually performed the same speed test with Blackmagic Designs app there on my laptop, which is 2016. His was 2017. Uh-huh. My write speed, so, I'm, so on HFS Plus, his write speed was 1,300 megabytes a second. Mine is 1,700. My read speed is about 2,200. So on my HFS read speed Plus. is a little bit slower. Okay. But and, everything else and is And what faster. are you on APFS? Say that again? And you said that was HFS Plus, right? I, so what are you my, on APFS? My speeds are APFS. I was comparing it to the HFS Plus on the article. Oh. Can you, so he's okay. got it toasty on 2016, but, uh, yeah, the, the new one is slow on the 2017 book. What? No, it's, they're the same PCIe X4 NVMe drives. Then why, again, is HFS Plus slower than APFS? No, other, other way. That's what, that's oh, what you're wondering Why is APFS slower than HFS Plus? Because this is still a new file system, Apple's still working out some kinks with it. Yeah, well, they beta, beta tested well, for us for three thousand dollars. The first thing you would have beta tested for us okay, on your new three thousand dollar laptop that I read. This is a guy testing the beta version of High Sierra when APFS was still in beta. It's now and well it's an old article. So, so actually, Ricky's, Ricky's uh, but kind of pulling back that point. This is old news that uh, has been rectified and resolved. I, don't, I have not seen anything that says it's been rectified, other than the and fact APFS that we have to use it. APFS is still being worked on even more. Okay, well then don't make it mandatory until it performs as good or better than the stuff that's been used for 20 years. It does now. With with the actual well, show GM release, it that, does. Uh, shows that. I don't see it. Well, you, again, you're reading a guy that was testing the beta of High Sierra last summer. Uh, Eric cannot find the money to be shown anywhere else on the internet. High Sierra APFS performance is inferior to HFS on Apple's fastest SSD. All cost, no benefit. It's from uh, six months ago. July 16th. November right, 24th, like 2017. GM. November 24th, 2017. That was after but uh, he was testing High Sierra a beta, was released. He was testing a beta this is version. another article. Uh, of someone testing the beta version. No. From seven months ago. This is another article. 
the, the, the production version was out seven months ago. So the jury's still out, and we're waiting for Apple to come through on their promises, and who knows because they haven't been doing tweet. The only thing Eric isn't talking about is what the article is really trying to bring up. Is I'd say why this is APFS available for fusion drives. I'm sorry, say it again. What? Why is an APFS available for Fusion drives? That's still the big question right now. Apple has promised that for well over a year now, and it it hasn't come to fruition. But the Fusion drive is a a kind of a the hybrid of uh, your spinning disk and your SSD technology. Uh, It was a cheaper transitional. So if you didn't have the money to pay for a one terabyte solid state drive, which could be a thousand or two thousand dollars, what they did is they mixed like a hundred twenty gigabyte SSD and a one terabyte hard drive. Crammed that together, and they called it a fusion drive. It was it was pretty cool at the time, but huh. you're now you're you're now losing a lot of benefits for not that much uh, you know for not that much yeah. price yeah. difference. Yeah. Well, here's I mean, okay, uh, APFS is a substantial performance downgrade on the fastest SSD that Apple ships. This is from November, Ricky. APFS was in production, and I'm telling you, high, right now, high Sierra was in production today. On your that my computer, write speed is even. My write speed is faster. My read speed is only a little slower. Then what? Then then HFS. Then what the HFS Plus test was from your beta guy. Why don't you have? A, why don't you run your own test with HFS Plus? Why are you using your numbers for one of them against his numbers for another one? That's not consistent. Because then I have to totally reinstall this laptop. You don't have an extra drive that you can just test it on? Or an extra partition? No, no. remember, the the drive is soldered on this motherboard. You can't, you have no space. You can't can't drop another four grand, go get another (laughs) one of those computers, plug it in, clone your drive. You can return it within two weeks, it's fine. I'll dual boot. I'll put uh, I'll put a second Mac OS and I'll also install Windows. No, all, all you need to do is just create. Use. I mean, I'm sure you have some free space. So so use some of that free space to create an APFS partition. Put High Sierra on there. Boot to it and run the test. And then have Eric. And then have Eric call you. And if your drive is encrypted, you can't dual boot that son bitch no more. Yes, you can. No. Uh, no, he's he's. That's true on APFS, um, really. And and when I if got I had, my if first I pre-partitioned Mac, it, and then I did the encryption. Yeah, I could. I'd be okay. When I got a Mac oh. in my first day at work in 2016, I they're like, "Do you want to encrypt the drive?" And I'm like, "Sure," knowing that I would have to dual boot Windows to run .NET on there anyway. But I'm like, "Yeah, well, of course I'm going to encrypt the drive to my work computer." So I hit it encrypt, and long story short, the encryption process hung. And I could not shut it down, and I had to reinstall the entire hard drive. Wow. Entire OS. It was so bad. First what do you have to say about that, Ricky? First two days of my work, I did nothing. Uh, um, other asterisk T happens. I mean, it took <laughs> oh, okay. reinstall. He didn't have anything else on it. No, I did. So it's going to take you 10 minutes. Me, and this, was... is like, this is like when, uh, when Touch ID crashed while I was setting up my fingerprint on the new MacBook Pro, and I had to reinstall everything. It's great. Yep, dot zero versions of Mac. This was OS. not Sometimes a dot zero version. Happens. This was the version that shipped with the computer. Stop apologizing for Apple. Ricky. I'm not apologizing. This is a dot apology. zero version of anything. It's not a dot zero version of anything. This is the version that came on the effing computer. Nine hundred million dollar testing lab. You should have one point exactly. everything. Nine hundred million dollar <laughs> testing lab. You have this, one point stuff isn't really you new. It's yep. just improvements. But the next OS is free. Oh right. You just have to buy the three thousand yeah, dollar yeah. computer to run it. We we remember they also made the uh, uh, the beta testing open to the public. You can sign up. You don't have to be a developer. Oh anymore. great! So I can have so my basically performance have a giant go down in the meantime. Now. Yeah, that's a no. Um, why don't you uh, let's let's end tonight with a story about Telegraph? I think you were you brought that up earlier today, Ricky. Telegram. <coughs> yeah. Telegram. Sorry, not Telegraph. 
Telegram is an end-to-end encryption. Is British bad news? <laughs> no, this is a, yeah, there we go. This is a, no, Telegram is an end-to-end encrypted messaging platform that I think Russia tried to block a few months, a month or so ago, and they actually, they accidentally blocked, like, Amazon and a bunch of other IPs, uh, or I said accidentally, um, unintentionally. Communist mentality, everyone got blocked. Well, Apple, uh, Apple has blocked <laughs> Didn't want to Telegram people. updates because of why? Suppose, okay, so the whole thing was... Uh, Telegram is originally a Russian company. Uh, Russia wanted access. Uh, they wanted the encryption keys, right? You, this is the stuff you like to talk about—the encryption. Uh, Russia wanted access to these chats and everything to fight terrorism. And well, Allegedly. the Telegram company said no, so they moved elsewhere. But they still offer the service to Russian users. So Russia told Apple, "Stop, um, stop putting the Telegram app on the App Store." And. From that, the Telegram company gleaned that, oh, uh, Apple hasn't let us do our iOS updates for the next last month and a half because something's going on with this Russian stuff. And it's it's like, mm, I don't know. My, my theory about it is on Telegram, you can uh, – it's an open messaging platform, so you can send pictures, chat, whatever you want to do, all that kind of stuff. There's adult groups on there that exchange, you know, the naughty pictures and everything, I'm sure. But I think Apple's issue with it this whole time was when you submit an app to the App Store, you put an age rating on it. Telegram was rated 4+. And just the other day, when they finally posted their update, it became 17+. Uh. The, same thing, the same thing happened on the Google Play Store, I think. Um, the update thing didn't happen, but the change of age rating did, I'm pretty sure. And that was enough to allow them to... Allow the, the I think that's what it was, and of, of course, I, now that of course, this is my theory. That's my theory. Is it had to do with the age rating thing and how Apple deals with adult-related contents or possibility of adult-related content, and how it affects children, especially in the United States, because we've got COPPA. So let me ask you this: uh, Are there other messaging platforms that are rated for plus? No idea. Uh, like if Hangouts? there are, I don't use them, so I couldn't answer that. You don't use Hangouts. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. We're still looking for the one guy. Oh. A lot of people use Hangouts. Wait, what? Google Hangouts? I, I use it. Yeah, we use it all the time. Oh. Sorry, I, I don't mean to laugh. Like, I've got Telegram, I've got Slack, but, like, Google Hangouts yeah, is just, I'm, not, I'm not involved with anybody that I, I, is primarily Google services. Oh, I always use it because then you can, you can type to text, and then you can video chat and call people and screen share, and, and it works. And, God, I, I did some uh, job interviewing recently, and people wanted to use Skype, and I laughed, or I was frustrated, and I almost went office space on my computer. It's just stupid. Just I don't know my Skype username from seven years ago. Check this out, Ricky. So Hangouts is rated aged four plus. Uh, huh. WhatsApp, which is also end-to-end encrypted, end-to-end encrypted, rated twelve plus for the following: infrequent mild profanity or or crude humor, infrequent mild mature suggestive themes, infrequent mild mature treatment information, or medical treatment information. What? <laughs> So it's not, I think Telegram is like the grinder of the messaging apps. Why? It's just a messaging app. No, because Ricky said it. They have they have oh communities. Uh, they have yeah communities that share naughty pictures with each other, and, uh, and you don't have to you don't have you to don't have to verify your age before you can start. And Telegram is always targeted for like hunting down you know sex trafficking people and everything. Like that's why everybody wants access to their en- encryption keys. Gotcha. Because like, they're the naughty platform. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, uh, do we have any? I mean, there's always plenty of things to talk about. Apple's poaching uh, engineers from 
uh, Intel to create a lab in Oregon where they might be creating their own chips. Um, that sounds accurate, given the chip factory. Apple declines chance to defend themselves in an EU tax case where they were uh, illegally using the tax uh, schemes in Ireland. So they would have to pay essentially $50 out of every $1,000 that they'd make to Europe or to the EU. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, OS 10 has out, or Mac OS rather, has outlasted classic Mac OS. That happened this week. I think we're getting pretty late. So, all right, well, <laughs> I think that's it. Stay tuned for more of this talking next week. push request, the wrap up show <laughs> after. Yeah, exactly. Where Kyle really tells us what he thinks. So, and why next don't we... time he learns the correct title of the show. No, that was the. the, the it's oh, a, oh, it was the a joke. The Talking Dead, like the wrap up show after The Walking Dead. The talking. So this is the push request. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's not funny. It wasn't. It it was an attempt. You know, you got got to throw stuff at the wall, see if it sticks. That's right. So, uh, all right. Well, we're at the end of the show. I think that's all we've got. So, Tyler, do you approve of this week's pull request? I do. Uh, Ricky, how about you? Oh, yeah. Do it. Kyle? I can't approve. I forgot my password. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. We don't care. Well, uh, we it only two. takes two people to approve the pull request, so it's fine. How about our wonderful studio audience? Yes. Great. Well, then I let's think, all... I think they're bots. Uh, well, then let's all hit merge. <laughs> That's a two-day <laughs> And we'll see you next week right here on Pull Request. This has been the Pneumonium Production. The views and opinions expressed on pull request do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium LLC or its subsidiaries. This week's theme music provided by Wolfpack. Visit them at VULFPECK.com.